Hey, how you doing? It's Elvin from Initiative Syndicate. I would personally like to welcome to the Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Uh, join us in our journey through the realm of Ravnica, deemed by the best, Nictus. Well, that's all I got, so grab your goblet and turkey leg and enjoy the show. Good to me. All right. Well, uh, distinguished guests, new viewers, old viewers, fans, new fans, we did it. We've been talking a lot about it. We were like, oh, hey, we're going to do this thing. And everybody's like, nah, you guys aren't. And then we did it. And now we're here. Now we're all together. Tonight is the first session in our brand new campaign. Um, we're going to get into like the details about that, but I want to welcome everybody to the first live session with the Initiative Syndicate. I'm going to shout out to all these wonderful people out here because these are the guys really that are what the show is all about. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> we're going to do some... Uh, we, we don't have uh, cool sponsors and stuff yet, so we're going to skip over all that. And uh, basically, we're going to probably just get right into it, I think. Open to sponsors, though. Don't yeah, forget that. Yeah, we, we open, are open. 100% open 100%. to sponsorships. Um, Warlock open Tiles, <laughs> we buy a lot of your stuff, and we would love it if you send us things. We would be okay with that. Warlock Tiles. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Anything from WizKids you want to give us, we will happily use it on the show. Yeah. And tell everybody how great it is. Yeah. Okay. All kidding aside. Um, so uh, this is going to be a little bit different than some of our other things because normally um i'm going off of a off of a book and today we're not going off of a book we're going off of just the stuff in my head so <laughs> i hope it all makes sense <laughs> well that's a maze right there um do you want do you want to introduce cast like uh, officially introduce the cast like are we introducing character nope cast nope. okay yes yeah. cast we'll just do the round let, table let, uh, let, let's do cast and uh, we'll get you guys to your character soon so let's just do clockwise and we'll start with uh, Emily. You're up. Hi, I'm Em. Emily. What do you want to know about me? Emily Manahan. Uh, uh, no, you don't have to use your full favorite hobby. You don't have to use your full name. My your favorite name. hobby. Uh, well, this is pretty cool. Good answer. Good answer. You play D and D. I play D and D. What? Me too. Well, I'm gonna try it out tonight. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. The first time. Yes. I'm pumped that you guys let me come in and play. We're excited to have you. I know yep. you guys have a uh, cool thing going on so far, so I'm ready to come fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we don't let just anybody come in and play with us. So, like, you've already passed the test. You're already cool, and we're excited to have you here. Yeah, thanks, guys. To me, hi. <laughs> I'm Bill. Um, I have played D&D before few times uh how, how long have you been playing Let, let's just go with that well, me that seems like a good question uh, let's see 2017 maybe 2018 uh fell on it pretty hard and once i was introduced to D, it was like all D all the time and playing and watching as much as i could from various different shows um yeah also uh i don't know i have a dog she's awesome and that's all my hobbies <laughs> yeah um, I guess I can start. I'm I'm Aaron. Uh, yeah, I started playing D and D really hard in the pandemic. Uh, right at 2020, we kept talking about, oh, we should totally run a game, totally run a game. And now I found myself in like four different games. So, <laughs> so um, no, I love D and D. Glad to kind of bring this whole project to life. Um, I'm excited to see what we produce. It could be, 
it's going to be perfect in my eyes. I don't care what you guys say at home. So, <laughs> uh, but that, yeah, that's that's really it. My name's Jesse. Um, I'm related to almost half the table here, yeah. so nepotism <laughs> kicks ass. <laughs> hey. Talking about hobbies, if I got one more, my wife would castrate me. So um, we're going to just stick with D and D for now, and hey. at least. She knows where I'm at, and I'm not cheating. <laughs> no, she can see you. All she's got to do yeah, is turn, true. tune into the Twitch channel. We're live. <laughs> Could be one of your twin brothers, though. So. <laughs> that's true. Um, my name is Rob. I have been playing D&D since this past year, um, and I don't have many hobbies other than video games, music, and foxes. That's about it. <laughs> so... Uh, you like you have a thing, right? Like you're playing in a couple of our games. Is there a particular reason that you like foxes, or is, is I just, you, did you have like a pet fox or something in like a previous life? A hidden or? pet fox? That'd be awesome. Probably. <laughs> okay. But I do just really <laughs> like foxes. No, that's cool. That's, cool. that's 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 cool. Ever since I've seen the animal, I'm like I'm, I'm enthralled. I need, yeah. I need one in my life. I don't know why you never played a druid where you would have like a. That's you could turn into. I can pressure him at some or like, point. Or like a ranger. He says yeah. like, oh, "I want to be a." Uh, you know, he likes to do spell casting guys anyway. So yeah. we're like, I just picture him as like an Ace Venture kind of character with like an army of foxes coming in, and <laughs> yes. he's like, "Come to me, woodland creatures." <laughs> yes. uh, we gotta go make a new character. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back next session with a new character. I am the Fox Master. As long as he don't come man. out of the ass of a fox. <laughs> All right, I, uh, so I think that's uh, basic introductions. We're going to go around again as the characters introduce, but uh, the way that this is set up, you guys are not going to be introducing all your characters at once because it won't make any sense. P.S. Did you, you guys did not yourself? meet in a bar. Oh, okay. oh, everybody knows who I am. Uh, I'm on all the social media channels. I'm the Dungeon Master. I'm Kevin. I've been playing since uh, most of, well, not most, but at least some of these people, they couldn't even read. Um, I've been around for a long time. Well, doing this, so I've started back in second edition D and D. Teach me. Uh, I stole my brother's books because we never had enough people to play, and I figured that if I didn't learn how to play and be the dungeon master, I'd never get to play. Guess what? I was right. Um, <laughs> so I've basically been being a dungeon master for almost almost thirty years now. So yeah, I'm old. Um, I would I like to think that I've perfected close to perfected my craft, but it. Only in the last couple of years have I do I feel really confident in what I do. So, um, but yeah, I think that's it. I think it's all the character introductions, and I'll be the rest of the cast that these guys aren't playing. <laughs> I'll be every yes, I'll be everyone else. I everyone. have two voices: <laughs> this one and a slightly higher version of this one. <laughs> oh wait, I can do a slightly lower version of this one too. And that's that's go. about all I've got. I don't have a lot of range. range <laughs> all right, so introductions over. Um, we will probably never have to do that again. That's the most awkward I've ever felt. It's all right. <laughs> that's, that's what we're all about here. We're just, we're just trying to break. Yes. So is everybody ready? I'm there. All right. Me. Now, uh, you all know where we're going to be playing, but everybody at home may not. Um, so the world that we're playing in is a world called Ravnica. Um, it's a world that's based in Magic the Gathering lore. So for any of you in the stream that are watching who are Magic the Gathering lore junkies... Bravo, this stuff is convoluted and super complicated, and I am going to butcher it up and make it my own. Um, so if you're like, that didn't happen that way, you're probably right, and you probably will know the story better than I, uh, but I did read the novels back in the day, the original novels, and 
I read them twice and I still didn't understand all of it. So I'm going to try and, you know, make a thing to where it makes sense to everybody and not just, you know, people who are really deep into the lore. Um, we do do some versions of home rules, and I will sometimes make spontaneous rulings on the spot that are not according to the rule book. Uh, but that's okay. We're just here to have fun. So please don't come in and yell at us and say, you guys suck at rules. We don't. We have read them, I promise. But we're trying to keep things moving and keep the game flowing instead of stopping every five minutes and, and looking at the, uh, the rule book. So with that... We're going to get started with our very first session. I'm going to give you guys some, some history, some lore, some, describe some stuff, and we're going to get into this. Everybody ready? Let's do it. All right. All right. So, back when the world was new, there was nothing but darkness. Hundreds of thousands of years ago. At some point, civilizations started uh, spawning on various parts of the planet. This planet is known as Ravnica. As the civilization spawned and the wildlife matured and evolved into various different forms, some of these forms and creatures and entities seemed more in touch with each other and decided to go off and form their own little branches of society. The world was big, but there were terrors in the world too. There are still terrors in the word now in the places where people don't know. So the area that you guys will eventually be in is a very small part of the world. And while it seems small on the grand scale of things, there's a lot to know about it. Roughly 10,000 years ago, there were 10 factions that had 10 armies. These armies all had a different ideology and belief structure. Some of them were chaotic. Some of them were in love with the idea of preserving things and history and nature and art the way that they are. Some were all about justice. Some were just bloodthirsty. But the one thing that they all had in common was that none of them wanted to be ruled. Many different people rose and entities rose, and and I'll reiterate it on that later, to try and take power over this land. And the armies fought for centuries. For millennia, they fought, repeatedly. Until eventually, a couple of the, what are known as Paruns, or leaders of these particular factions, decided to cease fire, so to speak and realize that this is crazy, that we're all murdering each other when we could try to get along. So while the the first peace talks have been forgotten to history, their long-lasting effect has endured for 10,000 years. And society formed and civilization flourished. Now, these ten armies were the basis of the original guilds of Ravnica. We will introduce all of them, but not right now. Because <laughs> if not, we're going to be here for 20 minutes while I'm talking about all the guilds. Oh, the guilds are responsible for all of the comings and goings, the runnings, and the ventures of the everyday life. 
there are millions of people within Ravnica. More specifically in the 10th district, which is the last major civilization on Ravnica. As I said, there are many wild parts outside of those walls. Within the 10th district, though, certain areas are held to certain standards. When these leaders met 10,000 years ago, they drew up a contract that all felt they could live with. And they signed it with their own blood. The original texts have been lost to history, for as far, but as far as the translations are concerned, the basic and general idea, and the one thing that you have to understand, was that it said that no guild could aggressively cause war against another. You could not actively go out and set out to destroy another guild. There were some other stipulations within it, and over time, the ten guilds became nine. And today, the nine guilds still thrive. They handle all forms of government, law enforcement, military protection. But to all the people who are not members of guilds, and there are many, they're just simply known as guildless. And at times, they get sick of the guilds bickering back and forth with each other. Because even now, even though there's been peace, they still will try to get a little bit of power and a little bit more edge on everyone else. So, with that history lesson, we'll get into it. Anyone have any questions so far? No, that was good that intro. intro. <laughs> okay. Uh, can you start from the top? Just I didn't write any of that down. That was, that was all from memory. <laughs> You can like just replay it. Yeah, let's watch back after. Okay. On the playback, it you can see later tonight. <laughs> Twitch.com. It'll also be uploaded on our YouTube channel. So. Yes. Was that smooth? Yeah, that was, that was nice. I like it. Uh, so, welcome to Ravnica. I may repeat some of this stuff, but you'll be fine. Uh, in this world, a massive skitty, cityscape covers all the known parts of the land. Ravnica is much the same. I'm sorry. Ravnica is as much the name of the city as it is the world in which the city exists. This world is a home to a structure of nine remaining guilds from ten originally. These guilds are always constantly, in some way, plotting to gain just a little bit more edge or power over the other guilds. Most people in the world, roughly 75%, I would say, people in the world will usually pledge some kind of loyalty to one of these guilds. It's not necessarily that they want to advance in the guild or become higher up, but, you know, at least this way they have allies. They have other people that have a similar ideology to them. Maybe it's just for work. Maybe the, they are engineers and decide that they want to work for the, the Izzet Guild and work on the steam vents or the sewer systems. Maybe they are farmers and they want to work with the, uh, the Golgari and help provide food for the peoples. And they have no hidden ambitions or otherwise, but... As it is, when you separate people into these little groups, eventually loyalties kind of come with the people that you hang with. They might bad talk some of the other guilds, and eventually that rots your mind, and you start to go, yeah, they, they are not very good people, and we don't like them. They're always coming down on us. So you have to keep that in mind, that while there is peace, there is no all-out war, there is always that weird little tension. Now, some of the guilds see eye to eye. They kind of share a similar ideology, just they go about it in a very different way. Um, 
The Paruns that signed the original Guild Pact, which is the name of the contract for those who are taking notes, is known as the Guild Pact. You're going to hear that word a lot. This is the magically binding contract that holds the laws and the fabric of reality within the world of Ravnica. This contract can be amended, but it has to be a unanimous vote amongst all of the, of the existing ruling Paruns. If it's not a unanimous vote, then, the, then there can be no amendments. No one knows exactly where the Guild Pact currently is, but they know that it still exists. And here's why they know it still exists. Because if it did not exist, they could just declare open war on other people. But as it is, they can't. They are magically unable to do it. Anytime that any one of the laws of the Guild Pact is broken explicitly broken they are magically stopped from being able to do that the guilds have tried to find ways to get rid of this but so far i've found none so we're going to start our adventure and our story in a little area of the 10th precinct called tin street just like the metal t-i-n street tonight almost like any night on Tin Street is a show, a spectacle of satire and violence, of blood and fire. Dark humor and giggling of things from the abyss can be heard throughout the nighttime sky. As the evening fog dissipates under the chill of an autumn moon, the city spreads out as far as you can see. Lofty cathedrals, squat courthouses, towering apartments, sprawling tenements, cobblestone plazas, and broken ruins where once majestic buildings have crumbled to rubble. Looking down on the street above, you could see humans, elves, Vidalcan, minotaurs, goblins, loxodons, and various other peoples, most on their way home from work. Some may be starting their, their work for the night. Our story is going to start at this show. One of a group of of performers who is run by a uh, person named Madame Madri. Her group of performers uh, put on recruitment shows to recruit new members into their ranks. This group is known as the Rakdos. Chaos, fire, violence, and things that you probably shouldn't laugh at, they do. And they embrace it openly. So picture, if you will, a busy street. The, uh, the performer troupe have all started lugging in their equipment. They're putting up makeshift tents, which are more like just canvases. They're... They're in, draped in the colors of Rakdos, red and black. Uh, the Rakdos emblem sprawled in what looks like a blood material. And you see them setting up a stage in the middle of this plaza. It's a small stage. It's a makeshift stage. And when I say stage, it's more like a couple of tables that they carried in from some establishment out into the street and pushed together. They're not even the same kind of table. It's not the same guy that made them. So they're a little wobbly. And with that, I'm going to introduce 
uh, Skrizna. Do you want me to do my... Go ahead and do your first thing, yeah. Like introduce my character? Introduce your character first. <laughs> so, um, this is Skriznit. I'm a goblin bard. I'm about nine years old, which makes me about adolescent, maybe mid-teenager, young adult. Um, I'm part of the Rakdos Guild. Uh, no hair whatsoever on his body. And we might learn later why that's happened to him. Um, he's moved from one guild to another through uh, good good fortune on himself, maybe not for others. And uh, he's now he's part of the Rakdos. He's met up with uh, Madame Mattery. And uh, we'll see where fortune takes them. Very good. So as this carnival of performers begin to set up their stage, uh, we see Skriznit donning his normal attire. And this is his very first performance show where he is going to be taking the lead as ringmaster. He's been following Madame Madri for a little while, and he's never got to do one of these. He's watched it, he's seen it's done, and he feels like he, he has got this. So as they're setting up stage and getting ready for their performances, he's going to go through his little spiel and start introducing. Don't be nervous, Chris. You got this. Oh, shit. Good evening, pillow biters and half rats. My name is Chrisnet. And I will be your ringmaster for tonight's shit show. Let's give a warm 10th Street welcome to Madame Madri's marvelous misfits. Applause now, peons. (laughs) So, as he does his little introduction, wiping a little sweat from his brow, um, you start seeing some uh, acrobatics, some people come in through one of the little canvas tents and they start doing cartwheels, which are not really that good. Um, they do these like somersaults that are like when fat people try to do somersaults like me. So mm-hmm. it's like, a, it's like you look like a bended you going over. You only make it halfway. Yeah. You can only make it halfway <laughs> and roll back. because I'm old and I'm fat and I just can't do it. Okay. <laughs> um, you see some people try to do these like little flippy roll things and they get like halfway through the roll and they kind of they, they they flip over they have not practiced much you can tell most of these performers look a little bit new you're gonna see why in a minute but uh so they set up for the very first stage act uh Skriznet is standing actually on the stage in the middle one of the performances is being set up next to the stage in the middle of the square plaza they've erected this sort of bullseye looking thing is it the bullseye are we on the Twin Blades? I don't have my script. Is it... Uh, the Twin Blades. It's the Twin Blades. Got it. Okay. I don't have the script in front of me um, for, for the show part. So the the Twin Blades uh, set is going up, and it looks like a spinning circle with some restraints where a person can be held down by the restraints. And you see a couple of uh, other members of the, of the performers wearing jesters-like outfits in black and red, like spinning this thing around, just testing to see if it's working, and they're getting ready to strap someone into this thing. So I'll, I'll let him go ahead and do his thing. Now, for the first act of the evening, 
the second act will be uh, refilling my mug. I present to you the amazing twin blades. Are they really that amazing? The uh, the the people around now that there's kind of like this this draw going on. There's all these things going on. There's these these like almost little bonfires that have went up that weren't there before and. They're not sure whether to applaud, but it's a free show. So yeah, let's check that out. You start to see people start coming out of the buildings around in, in the little plaza square. And some people that were walking by kind of start going right around the middle of this, this square. And they kind of are curiously watching to just see what's going to happen. So these two identically dressed um, Vidalkins, which is uncommon in the Rakdos, the uh, Dolkins are like blue skinned. They are bald. They have no facial hair or hair of any kind. They have sort of long limbs. They uh, they're probably around six feet to six and a half feet tall. Very slender. They look uh, they look kind of like the Genosians from Star Wars. Uh, the ones that did the cloning was it the the uh, Caminos, not the Genosians, yep. the Caminos. Caminos. Sorry, you guys are gonna take away my nerd card. <laughs> um, so they're wearing these like uh, jester's hats with these little skulls and bells and things on it. And they're tattered. And you can, even though the costumes are red and black, you can see bits of, you can see cuts and blood stains coming through on various different parts of the costume. And you can see bits of their blue skin coming through because there's big slashes and stuff in them. Um, they come out carrying these, uh, these scimitar like blades that are uh, not, they don't look sharp enough to be, good to use but they're they're sharp enough to cut you there's bits of chips in them which you can see from even several feet away these are not well maintained blades some of them are stained with uh rust some are stained with blood and they strap one of the twins into the spinning circle thing um you see the other twin with the swords he has now four scimitar blades he starts juggling these 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 swords and he almost cuts himself trying to catch one of them and he drops them for a second. So they start spinning this thing faster and faster and he takes one of the scimitars and he throws it. It doesn't even hit the circle thing. It doesn't even come close. It actually almost hits someone in the audience. You kind of see uh, this, uh, this human lady scream as this blade comes at her, which she has plenty of time to dodge, but she, she gets upset and immediately leaves. <laughs> Um, the crowd is kind of like, is that part of the show? They're all a little bit confused. They're not quite sure. Um, so he takes another one of the blades and he throws it as this spinning circlet is going faster and it sticks on the outside edge, but it comes awfully close to impaling this, this, his, his twins hand. And you hear the, uh, the one twin blade, watch it. You got to aim a little lower. (laughs) And he kind of nods like, okay, but you can see he's a little bit nervous. And finally, he's like he he decides to switch with his other hand. He's going to throw with his left hand now, and he throws, and the blade impales right into the forehead of the other twin. Blood starts pouring down and pours out into the audience, and they're all aghast at first. Some of them dig it; they think it's part of the show, like it's all fake. But he actually is injured. He's actually hurt. His uh, the the performers all kind of stop for a second. And then they act like it's all part of the show. They clap. They start laughing. Um, and they kind of call into one of the tents. And these little tiny red demon-looking creatures come out with little curved horns, bright blue eyes, yellowish white fangs. They're about a foot and a half tall. 
they come out and they like rip the twin off of the thing and they start ripping down the one set. So as they're getting ready to clean up and kind of wipe up the, the bit of evidence, this has drawn more people than have left. And we're going to get into the second part of the show now. Damn, that was pretty sweet. I mean, for the next performance, <laughs> that was pretty catalogue, rousing it. Who writes this shit? Um, so um, for the next bit of theater, bit of mystery, bit of meat puppetry, from the Master of Strings, Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> and with that, uh, a, a barrage of these little tiny uh, red demons um, with the horns, you can hear them giggling and laughing. It's unsettling. It's creepy. They have these little chains wrapped around them multiple times, almost like a, like a bandolier. And they're hauling out what looks like some patchworked sort of parachute. They kind of throw it onto the, the ground next to the stage. And you see a few of them start casting um, what looks to be some type of fire spells. And it looks like they're igniting a, a bit of wood underneath of it. And this other person comes out of one of the tents after you call his name a few minutes later and he looks out like he's surprised like he's not supposed to come out yet he's really nervous and he goes oh wait that was my thing so he comes out and he's not wearing the jester thing but his face is all painted up with uh, the skull emblem of the Rakdos and he's got these horn like this horn hood that he's wearing so he comes out and uh, he reaches into his pockets and he pulls out these these thin illuminated threads they clearly look magical of some type and he whips them at the parachute type thing that's on the ground and he starts pulling it and it looks like he's doing some kind of concentration as he's standing behind it and then he lifts his hands up and you see these little marionette things come dangling off of his strings and other strings that are attached to it and these start dancing on each hand there are these little skeleton marionettes and the inflatable parachute, it comes, it starts to fill up with hot air and it takes the shape of, well, a very, very poorly looking sphinx. The wings kind of are all floppy. They're, they're not quite filled up with enough hot air. So it looks sort of like a deflated uh, balloon animal at a birthday party. Um, it's really sad, but the colors in the face to anyone that's an onlooker would immediately recognize it as the Supreme Judge Asperia. Um, Supreme Judge Asperia is the leader of the Zorius Guild, and they are the guild that governs and makes all the laws within Ravnica. So they go into their little spiel, and he's doing his puppeteering, controlling little dancing skeletons and controlling the uh, inflatable Asperia. She, uh, the per there's a person who you can clearly tell is throwing their voice poorly. Um and they're talking in gibberish. It's not common. It's not abyssal. It's not any language. And it's definitely met as some sort of satire against sphinxes. Um, some of these cackler demons, the giggly ones, they come out, maybe four or five of them, and the parachute mouth opens up and it looks like a spiria like eats multiple of these people. It's implied that Asperia is... A, not a fair ruler, but a cruel ruler. Um, some of the audience members actually are really into this little satire thing, thinking, yeah, the Azorius kind of suck. You hear a couple of them going, yeah, the Azorius are strict. We don't like those guys. 
Um, so they're into the whole satire thing. Some people are like, that's disturbing. I mean, you guys just killed a guy and you guys didn't even really stop performing. You just went right into it. But some other people are kind of on board. Some of them are kind of clapping like, all right, that's, that's pretty neat with the puppeteering. So the, the Asperia thing and her eating other subjects goes on for a while. Um, until, uh, Grisnick comes back out onto the stage and he gets ready to announce the next part of the show. And I always heard that Asperia was a fair and impartial judge. Tyranny. (laughs) While our next performer is sobering up, allow me to make time to pay the bills. Are you lost in the world? Don't fit in. Maybe your mommy and daddy are both jerks. Or maybe they're worm food. Maybe they're being fed by the Golgari. If you feel this way, like the world doesn't matter, why you laugh at the microba and clap at chaos, then consider a spot with Madame Madri. Rakdos loves all his people. Uh, that's that's overstatement. Um, you'll be welcome here, you little fucking lunatics. And stick around after the show if it sounds like something you might like. Now for our follow-up act, I believe we have a special visitor tonight. Straight from the peaks of Sun Home Fortress, Aurelia. And uh, with that, members of the Rakdos, they begin to clap excitedly. These little cacklers, they start clapping. And they're, they're like maniacally laughing at nothing. They're just laughing just to laugh. It's almost like they can't speak at all. They just laugh. Wasn't that fucking funny? (laughs) Um, This little tiny cackler demon comes out dressed in this makeshift armor that is supposed to be like plate armor. Uh, It's clearly made from bits of scrap metal and just things that they could find laying around like trash cans and stuff. They've kind of put some goldish type paint on it to symbolize it. It looks like there's some dirty Kleenexes and stuff stuffed to make it look like it's the clothing part. And they found or scalped someone with red hair and put this red wig on this little tiny cackler. So it looks very similar to like in Gremlins 2 where the one is like the female goblin or the female gremlin. So this is like bad wig is on top and um, the cackler like tosses his head and the wig almost comes off and he's like, pull it back down on top of his little head because the, the horns are not letting it go on his head right. And he trounces along like he's in charge of what's going on and he, he walks up to Asperia and he, and uh, in, in, a, in, a, in I think what is supposed to be a, a female's type voice, we're supposed to work together. And then Aurelia smacks him and then Asperia smacks him and knocks him down and not that hard. And Aurelia, seemed, the little cackler that's dressed like Aurelia, uh, the leader of the Boros Guild, by the way, um, lays down on the ground and like very dramatically acts way more injured than they should and is like, oh, and falls over, um, playing dead. And the little cackler demon is laying on the ground going, I'll do whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of implied that the Boros are the, like, the foot soldiers of the Azorius. Um, and several people in the audience, they're like, yeah, they always seem to show up and do whatever the Azorius want them to say. So more and more people are kind of like taking the side of the show. Like they're right. 
they've all forgotten about that guy that got killed earlier. They're like, these guys are totally right. Um, almost on cue, several other little people come out from the tents and they start juggling these giant flame wheels. They look like big hoops that are magically lit and they are juggling them and not well. Um, one of them ends up falling on a rooftop and almost sets the building on fire. Um, as a couple of the cacklers are climbing up to get them down, uh, something implodes within one of their little Rakdos tents and it completely frightens several of the cacklers. Some of them disappear into the shadows, but then several of them start turning almost aggressive and they start laughing and thinking that it's time to just let all hell break loose. They begin jumping on members in the audience and clawing and scratching at them. Some of them start flinging firebolts into the crowd. Some of them start casting um, hideous laughter while people are erupting into uncontrolled laughter on the ground. Um, it's absolute and total anarchy for several minutes. Now, during this time, um, our good friend down here happened oh. to be in the neighborhood because he was, uh, well, I'll let you tell you, tell them why you were in the neighborhood. Oh, so I'll oh, introduce the character mm -hmm. time. Uh, so I am, uh, Elvin Winsoul. Um, I am a, uh, I'm a cleric minotaur. Um, I, uh, I have a insignia patch on my, that's my left arm. This is my right arm. On my right arm, I actually have one of the Orzov. Um, representation so our representative um, I'm in the neighborhood because I am looking for I have the name because I actually wrote it down for once in my lifetime uh, Agmon Sarv um, he owes a debt and I've come to collect and yeah I'm, I'm, I'm kind of scouring around looking for him said he was in this town so that's what I'm here for uh, amidst some of the chaos you did see him in the crowd. It looked like he was trying to blend in almost like he had caught wind of you or maybe saw you coming and he's been trying to blend in. So, you know, he's within this crowd somewhere, mm -hmm. but you're not quite sure. And now all hell is broken loose. Um, your character, mm -hmm. strangely enough, is also curious about this man. That's true. Oh. Is this my introduction? Mm -hmm. All right. My character is, uh, name is Elizica. Um, of the Golgari clan or guild. Um, he, he dons more fancier clothes. Um, he is a scholar for them, which is a bit unusual. Um, just trying out, seek out knowledge on other guilds and the outside world. And he has seen this man before. Um, it, what guild did you say you were in? Golgari. And what was your race? Drow. Well, they're not, they're not actually called drow here, but he's a drow elf. Dark elf. <laughs> <laughs> what are they called here? Uh, I believe they just a lot of times refer to them as dark elves. Dark elf. I'll just go with dark elf then. Okay. Yeah. Cool. 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 Dark elf. Um, do you have any other description about your character as far as like how you look? Um, like physical characteristics. Like are you tall? Are you short? Six foot. Um, red eyes. Silver. White hair. Gray skin. Uh, and I'm sorry, did you give a like a general description of what your character looks like? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Uh, so I am a minotaur. Got the two little horns looking all sweet. 
Um, You're a minotaur? Yeah, I'm cool. a minotaur. And That's neat. I got some like brown patchy fur, uh, nothing too crazy. Uh, I look relatively like middle age for a minotaur. I don't, I mean, like probably in their 40s. I, I was like a human form 40s. You know, I got a bad back, but we're getting through the day. Um, Need a posturepedic. Yeah. Uh, got orthopedic in my shoes, some new balances. Uh, no, I was going to say, yeah, my guy's very simple, very simple clothes. Just kind of wears this um, leatherish and metal mix uh, breastplate. Uh, wears just leather pants. Um, very simple gloves, like I said. And he wears a black cape with a hood on it. Okay. By the way, there are a couple 40-year-old men in this group that do wear New Balance, and I find that offensive. <laughs> I'd like to leave now. <laughs> I'd just like to say that I am not one of them. I am that old, but I am wearing Nikes currently. Next year, I'm getting the New Balances. <laughs> okay, so uh, you caught wind of this guy, so that's why you're here. You yeah. are looking for this guy for reasons that only you know, which is fine. I know and you know, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, and you're there because you're a performer. Um, now, uh, Emily, you're there because it just looked like a good time. <laughs> you just kind of happen to be wandering around and go, ooh, what's going on? Because I know that you're kind of new to the to the area. Mm-hmm. You come from a far-off mystical land, but I'll let you tell people as much as you want to tell people. Thank you. Right, so this is Pig. Uh, Pigwin, her friends call her Pig. Um, she doesn't have a lot of friends here just yet, but we're working on that. Um, Pig's new to town. She's excited to be here. Um, Pig is from the Feywild, so this feels pretty normal, actually. Uh, you know, maybe the blood is a little extra. Not what we're typically used to there, but you know, the chaos uh, feels... Uh, pretty natural and like she's at home she is um a fairy so she's a tiny little thing but for a fairy she's about as thick as you can possibly be um we're thinking kind of like bumblebee ideas we're not really sure how she's quite in flight and that is perfect for her um and if you want to say something about it please feel free uh um I actually think it's great. It's <laughs> awesome. You get tired of seeing the little Tinkerbell fairies all the time. No, I'm like, that give me her. a real person. <laughs> a little holler out to us thick folks. Out here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, listen, the bumblebee flies anyway, and so does Pig. Um, uh, she has dark skin, um, blue hair, kind of cut into a shaggy mullet. We're being trendy. Um, she is wearing green because she is currently a part of the Golgari Guild, but that is up for negotiations. Um, she is getting out of her hometown, and that is the most important thing that's happening here. Uh, so, yeah, we're excited to be here. All right. So we have met our cast, well, most of them. One of them, one of them will be joining us shortly. Um, he gets a little bit of a different introduction. So as this chaos is is, is branching out, um, you all cannot help but be wrapped up in it. I need everyone but Bill's character to roll for initiative. <laughs> First roll. Oh, who wants to play? Okay. I'm going to have to pick you. Oh, my gosh. 
Well, that was a nat one. It is a uh, 20. Well, a natural one? It is a, a natural, natural 20. One. I heard it was... Hey, Trust we got both natural. Natural. Oh. Don't worry, guys. I'm going very last. That's okay. <laughs> Somebody's got to survey the area. I got 11. I'm sorry, I don't think I need it. You said these were warlock tiles? How do you spell that? <laughs> they are uh, warlock Hashtag Oh my gosh, first natural <laughs> there, 20. With a, a W? First nat one. One word. Wow. I'm fine with going last. <laughs> and we're excited to have level one characters. That's a plus one to initiative. Here we go. <laughs> yes, I'm, I got a plus two. I'm at 13. Whoa. We're setting up. I, no. uh, I'm rocking a, a, I'm uh, rocking a yeah. solid 10 over here. So, so yeah, Warlock tiles, hit us up. Um, <laughs> we love you. We love your I stuff. Totally forgot to mention that I am totally rocking with a uh, a red fox named Benjamin. Oh. Uh. <laughs> if you don't, if you forget Benjamin again, I swear to yeah. God, honestly. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think about it until I saw his mini. character. <laughs> Is yeah. there a Buffalo Trace in Ravnica? <laughs> <laughs> Throwing it out there. <laughs> um, Tiny beast. We take all we take all tiles, though. Uh, Warlock tiles. Uh, what's the other one? Dwarven Forge. Uh, I mean, we, we don't only need Dwarven Forge. <laughs> oh, it's the crack of the can. I'm on a budget. <laughs> Yeah, no, I was going to say. But uh, I played with it. It's great. Stuff. Come on, budget. Yeah. Well, we, we also accept the tiles that you put on your keys so you don't lose them. Because <laughs> um, yeah. that's or important. Or if you want to retile my kitchen, that'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> be fine. I could use some stuff in my bathroom. <laughs> so what we're trying to say is we're poor as hell and we need this stuff. <laughs> Help. Help. Thank you. I was going to say, I'm out of money. D&D than working, so... <laughs> My house is foreclosed on tomorrow, so um, this better Everybody be a good Everybody enjoy session. tonight because we yeah. gotta get this shit. This is out. the first and last session. <laughs> well, wasn't this table cool? It's getting repoed. It's my <laughs> truck's outside. He's being nice. And... He's waiting until sessions over. He's actually the he's truck. Kind of he's the truck driver. He's on. Uh, he's watching the Twitch stream. He'll come in when it's over. Do me drop and breaks like for a third time? Hey, I don't want to break that guy's leg again, and it's not sealed. Yeah, it happens to be bigger than everybody else, so sorry about that. <laughs> Don't mind the dog. She's friendly. <laughs> the dog is friendly. <laughs> shout out nice. to all the dogs out there. What's up? <laughs> hey. Yeah, what's up, dogs? Hey, shout out Hank and Ari. Those are my dogs. We miss you and love you. Sorry if you're listening Aww. to speakers and your dog goes crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. My dog loves to watch the TV, oh, and she dog. can tell when there's animals on there. She will track them yes. back and forth. <laughs> she especially hates geckos, camels. She really does. Geico commercials are terrible for us. <laughs> but, fan, huh? but but please hit us up, sponsor. Uh, Hank gets distracted by his reflection. So that's there's a lot of humans oh, around good. here. Well, this wouldn't have been a very good crowd with just you guys on that. I know. It could be. Did you roll initiative for everyone? No. <laughs> Most well, of them are yes. running. Yes. This is for the people that matter. P.S. Besides you, no one else on the screen right now matters. <laughs> <laughs> but they will. Very oh soon. I'm excited. Look at all these guys. See, now every map has to be this way. <laughs> exactly. It, it has to be this interesting. Standard. This standard? You said it You too set high. the standard. <laughs> this many pieces. Um, Lowered expectations. 
<laughs> normally, normally people use the brake for like setting up all this stuff. <laughs> kind of she just want like a piece of paper with some grids on so it. So what do you guys want to know about my life? What do we want to talk about? So what made you get the blue hair? Uh, the blue hair, like yeah. my real hair, or this the girl? The, the girls, or do I have to find that out? I gotta ask. I got. We, yeah. have, we don't even know if we're friends yet. We're just like no, we don't know who each other. Are. Ask me questions, but don't talk about me. <laughs> I. I, I <laughs> I promise you, you're definitely probably going to know a blue-haired person from a mile away. Like, this... All right, so not the wings. Not it's the not the wings. wings. It's not the wings. We are going to be good. Not the glitter dragonfly It's the hair. <laughs> is it, is it the hat? A lot of people get angry about the hat. Okay. Got to get my initiative thing so I can keep track of that. Is, um, is Agmon on here? Yes. He's the hooded guy in the group with a bunch of other people where the demons are currently attacking. The the one with the dagger? Yeah, he looks he looks like a thief. Okay. Yeah. yeah. He's the guy There's that definitely looks like a rogue. I okay, cool. Okay, uh let's see. Um I'm just gonna point and go to each one, you just tell me what you got. What'd you get? Eleven. Eleven for Pigwin. Uh you're not in it. What'd you got? Uh twenty. Natural? Natural. Wow. Uh, Wow, just just show off. I mean, I did have the first roll because somebody took it from me last uh, time. What, what'd you get down here? Thirteen. Thirteen. I feel like I'm like four. Skriznit. Thirteen. Skriznit. A solid two. Solid two. That one plus one. I cannot spell your name very well, so you are just going to be Liz. Lizzie. Liz is fine. Liz. Lizzie Claiborne. <laughs> All right, we are going to roll for the. Well, that's unfortunate. Not is this Christmas music? <laughs> It does kind of give me like some some of those vibes, but yeah. like Ralphie's gonna come out in bunny suit. <laughs> He'll shoot your eye out. Mm. Shoot your eye out, kid. Such a classic. All right. Oh wow. We got I feel one like here. The one to get his tongue stuck on the pole. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> That's why he talks the way he Backstory. Yes. <laughs> nope. Wait till you hear about some of the other stuff. Too. And ten. I'm sighted. He was part of the. All right. Field. Cool. Um, oh, I gotta do the oh, lore drop. Yep. Performer. So I'll throw it out there. So thirteen. Liquid. It's a nice tonic. Yeah, it is. The okay, we're good. Uh, so top of the round, these little tiny demon guys. Two of them. Uh, so starting from here, uh, this one has jumped off the stage and is beginning to, he pulls this like bandolier type chain off of his body and whips it out like a, like a Simon Belmont style whip. It's got a big, long, almost bladed hook looking thing at the end of it. I don't know if you guys can see it, but it's actually like a, almost like a pitchfork that comes off of the blades on the edge of it. And he begins lashing out at the crowd, so he's going to make an attack at this citizen here on the end. Um... Let's see. I feel like I would like this, but at the same time, I'm like, man, this get the hell away. This the show's getting away from me a little bit. <laughs> yeah. This was my night. <laughs> Come on. Real it is. So spiked chain attack. It's going to be. Oh, it's supposed to be the one attacking. Uh, that's <laughs> that's going to hit, and the damage on that is going to be this. Um, so he whips this chain out. It wraps around the citizen's neck, and he pulls it back and completely beheads. The one citizen. So this one citizen is laying on the ground, dead. 
Oh, no. Oh, God. You're not supposed to lose your head over a bad show. <laughs> the second cackler is giggling maniacally, and uh, we're going right down the line. He takes a, uh, a swipe at the guy in the cloak robe. That is going to be... It's it's the guy that you're looking for and the guy that you're looking Ooh. for. Um, that is going to... He also pulls off his spike chain. He takes a swing at him, but this guy's able to dodge out of the way. And it barely cuts into the front side of his his cloak, but it doesn't seem like it does any really decent damage. So that is the two calculars, and now you're up, Elvin. Yeah, so Elvin will make his way towards uh, his target. Um, can how far away is the target? Um, he's uh, thirty five feet. Thirty five. Ooh, I don't think. I yeah, can. you're roughly thirty five feet. Okay, so I'm thirty feet away. 30 feet of movement. Uh, so I'm going to instantly, like, I'm going to dash. I'm going to dash and go catch up right behind him and kind of uh, almost put him in this, like, sleeper hole type thing. Can you can you get that far? This guy? Uh, with dash, I can. With dash? Uh, so grapple would be your action. If you dash, it's your full action. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I meant, yeah, okay. So you're, you're going to use him. your movement, so and you're then you're going to yeah. dash as your action? Yeah, I think that's all I yeah. can really okay. do. Yeah. So you're able to get up to him. You want to go behind him? Um, yeah, I want to stay behind him. So um, Elvin comes in his... Uh, El- this, this minotaur in the cloak comes running up around the corner and goes full blast and into a dead sprint trying to catch this particular person and gets up to him. Um, next up is one of the performers. So you see one of these people in the Rakdos attire. Let's, I think it was that guy with the hood. Um, he's got some kind of like a branding iron and he's going to try and like herd these cacklers back. Um, not with that role. He's not. Uh, <laughs> so he takes a, he takes a, like a poke at the cackler and the cackler actually jumps up, crawls up his little poker thing and laughs in his face and then crawls back down. <laughs> um, next up is Skriznit. Shit! You guys are running on the ship. Now, ew, that was cool with the hub. Um, oh, God. Um, I, I want to look around and do see if I can see uh, if Madame Madri is uh, at the show, like, watching, or if she's, like, judging She is me. not. Madame Madri is not actually I'm so here. fired. Oh, oh, God. Um, oh, God. Um, uh, what am I going to do? Um, walk away. <laughs> and I just jump off stage and start walking away. You want to go over this way here? Um... I'll head towards this far corner here, to, towards you. I'll just jump off and be towards like... Towards here? Hey, I'll throw my hands up and be like, yeah, right there, towards Piglin. How much movement uh, towards, do you have? I'm going to head towards that door and be like, Skrisnit is out! Yeah. <laughs> How much movement do you have? Uh, 20... I started uh, this and now I must bail immediately. <laughs> Just the ring. Thirty. Right? He's got thirty foot. Just head toward. Yeah. yeah and cool. ringleaders right traditionally there. start nothing. That's not in the name. Yeah. <laughs> True. And then I'm gonna turn around. And yeah, let's let's add a little more chaos. <laughs> and I pull out my crossbow and I want to shoot one of the uh, the little fiends in the ass with the crossbow <laughs> bolt. Uh, you're taking a shot at one of the cacklers. Yes. Okay. Uh, go ahead and make an attack roll. Oh, baby. I got a 18. 18. Uh, an, an 18 with a range shot. That is going to hit. Go ahead and roll for damage. D8 plus 
plus two. That'd be six. Six points of damage. Okay. Let's see. That's six points. Which one did you at here, bud? The one to the far left. This one. This one. Okay. Yeah. By the light post? Yep. Got it. So uh, you fire a crossbow bolt? Yes. Um, so you launch one, and this thing catches this thing right in the chest. And it looks pretty weak <laughs> from it. But it, it pulls it out and looks at it and just starts laughing hysterically and then throws the bolt down Does on the ground. Does he know I shot at him? No. No. You, you, you hit him from the backside. So. There's too much chaos going on. The, the thing actually came through his front, and, it, and the blood starts coming out, and he's looking at it, and he looks really confused at first. And then he pulls the bolt all the way, basically, rest of his body, and just starts laughing and throws it on the ground. Oh, <laughs> he thinks it's hilarious. I start laughing, too. But he looks weak. He does funny, look a little weak. It's funny that he pulled it out and we'll start, oh, yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, and you still have movement? If you, oh, you, you already did your I already movement. did my okay. movement. So uh, next up is the second performer. The other angle. Yeah, not, not, not a good picture. <laughs> not a good angle for a picture. You can get up and take a picture. Okay. I don't say. I'm not in this battle. I just have him be moving the pieces. You're actually. There would be no difference than if we were just no no cameras. Come in and get your pictures. I I, I work hard on these. You get the pictures. <laughs> so this uh, the second performer here is going to take an attack at the one that you launched a crossbow bolt at. And again, he pulls out this big long metal branding iron. My last two attack rolls have been a two and a three. <laughs> So we're doing solid over here tonight. So he, uh, he tries to poke him, but he hits just the ground. He, the cackler doesn't even have to move out of the way. Um, so that's going to be him. He's not going to move. Um, next up is uh, Pigwin. I'll stop taking my picture now. It's not. No, go ahead. You, go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. No worries. Um, so uh, Pig sees all of this uh, excitement happening. Um but it does feel a little one-sided, like these guys probably, uh, these little guys kind of get to do whatever they want. So while she doesn't necessarily care too much about, uh, I mean, obviously we want the townspeople to be fine, but she is a fairy and townspeople are kind of like in and out of her existence a little bit. So, um, but she does, would rather watch a fair fight. Um, so she's going to cast um, entangle um, on so we've got a 20 foot cube I believe a 20 foot square um, and so uh, well let's just get uh, oh, wait, you, said, you said it's 20 foot square yeah okay. so let's get um this is one of the performers? Yep. All right, cool. Then let's go right there. Yeah, let's just angle right here. Yeah, so those two cacklers and our Rakdos performer. Um, so a creature in the area when you cast a spell must succeed on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangling plants until the spell ends. A creature restrained by the plants can use its action to make a strength check against your spell save DC. On a success, it frees itself. So Pig, um, very casually, 
kind of um, cast out um, these, like, it just is kind of, like, slimy and, like, what it, it's kind of like when uh, the leaves get slick in the fall and the top is dry, but underneath is just like mush and it'll take your ass out in a second. Um, and green, there's lots of spores that are coming up as it grows on the ground. Um, and it just kind of entangles and uh, gums up the mix for these guys. Okay. Uh, Cause it's cooler that way. I like it. All right. So you cast the, uh, the, these, these various different plants and vine structures, like start breaking up out of the ground and, and, and start wrapping around them. So they have to make a, it's a strength save mm-hmm. when it, when you cast it, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's do a strength save on the first cackler. That is a 15. Passes. All right. Second ah, cackler. Lame. That lame. is a seven. Got him. Got him. <laughs> and the performer is i gotta look at his stats here there we go well that's not very good either so it's going to be a seven as well got it so we have two entangled is that correct yes so um are they restrained it's restrained they're restrained um and it's a concentration spell concentration spell so you are concentrating Mm -hmm. Hastens. Okay. Um, you still have movement if you want it? Uh, no, I'm fine. Nope. <laughs> She's, nope, I'm good. All right, so concentration and restrain. Comfortable right here. <laughs> We're going to go with, uh, you know what, we'll just use these green ones. Never mind. We'll I, I, one I found the restrained ones. HR. He can't hit nobody, gets entangled. <laughs> He's fired. <laughs> He's fired. You won't be in the second act. <laughs> you can put him on the wings. I, I thought about that later. And then we got restrained on the performer. Look at those cool little over the mini conditions. That's nice. It is nice. Yeah, really. Highly recommend. Helps you keep track of that. Who makes those? Do we have a brand? Uh, it's actually a company called Links. 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 Thank you. Links. Thank you, Links. That is very cool. They ain't done shit for us yet. Hang on. They are currently restrained. Um, All right. Very, very cool. Very effective use of the first turn. So, uh, you're passing movements. Uh, You still have bonus action if you want it. If you have anything that you can do as a bonus action. Uh, Not yet. I do, but... uh, Okay. I get it. Cool. We don't need none of that yet. Um, Next up... (laughs) Is the currently restrained cackler, <laughs> so he can't move. Um, restrained though, I believe I can still attack. I have my my saves on decks is disadvantage. My attack rolls have disadvantage. So and all attackers have advantage. So I am going to make an attack on the citizen on the end there. At disadvantage. Yeah, that's not going to do it. <laughs> Fruit baskets in their hand. All right. So with that. <laughs> Next up is sure Lizica. The one who got a two in his initiative. Um, he thinks these creatures are funny, but at the same time, <laughs> he doesn't like unpre- unprecedented uh, chaos, so he's going to cast Infestation. So he's going to pluck a, a, f- a flea from uh, Benjamin and kind of <laughs> cast the spell um, on 
the furthest one to the right here, um, which is a constitution save. You're casting which thing now? Um, I'm casting um, infestation on... Infestation. What's the radius of that? It is just... It's a cantrip. It's just a single target. Single target? Mm-hmm. Okay. Go ahead. Um, it's con save 12. Con save 12 on who now? This this cackler right here. Got it. Con save... That is a four. That is not, not saving. <laughs> so that is a fail. Okay. All right. So he takes... Where is it? 1d6 poison... That's and not a D6. This here, it's correct. on the far far right side. This side? Yes, that one. Yep. This side. No, correct. <laughs> you're far you're far left. <laughs> you gotta remember this is my left. Left. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Your right. your left, right. my right. Now, y'all. Uh, so what's, what's okay. Two. Five Whoa. poison damage. <laughs> That's a pretty solid Every amount of damage. Match. And then okay. which which way is north? I'll let you decide. Uh, in in on my map, this way is north. That's north. Okay, yep. so he moves one random direction, according to a D. Four. So four. Is so that only if it damages the creature? Only if it damage. Only if he fails the save. Does it have to damage him? No. Because he's immune to poison. No. So it, so basically the the they fact that it, it makes him itchy it's and it like covers right. his eyes. He goes one to the west unless it's blocked. Or so it's so he's blocked. So he just he just bumps into his friend and it <laughs> just goes like <laughs> takes yeah. So uh, these these various bugs and mites uh, spread out and crawl all over him and start biting and stinging him, and the guy sitting next to him just starts laughing at him, and then he starts laughing at the guy laughing. So now they're just both kind of sitting there laughing at each other, and they're not even really sure what's funny. We're having a good time. Everyone's having a good time. All right, uh, and now we're gonna go back to the top of the round, and uh, at this point, amidst all the chaos, um. The, uh, the audience still around that is not quite done running away or in the midst of things, and all of you, you hear the sound of large wings flapping above your guys' heads. It sounds like a very large bird of some type. Probably a bird. Now you Probably. hear two large birds coming in Crows. like bomb fast, and they land in the area. Oh, so early to fight a planetar. So these large It's Bill's character. <laughs> <laughs> it's not what I'm saying. It. <laughs> it's but not it exactly what I'm cool. <laughs> they, yeah, yeah, uh, okay. They <laughs> in this, and you also hear what is the sounds of metal boots hitting gravel and cobblestone. Um, and they are rushing in. comes the orange guy. <laughs> Here comes the orange guy. <laughs> so you lead a group of fresh recruits in because you're sure this is probably just some petty little squabble and it shouldn't be a big deal. So you're kind of breaking your teeth in with uh, these new recruits and getting them used to the street patrols. So I'm going to let you introduce your character now. All righty. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, my guy's name is Rocky Brindlehide. Um... He's about six and a half feet tall. Um, you'll see that he is a middle-aged minotaur. Um, first thing you see about him, uh, you can see that he is 
um, he's very tall, brawny uh, kind of warrior, um, and his intimidating presence makes him seem even larger. Uh, taking a closer look, you'll see that his, um, his horns used to be uh, one solid bright color. Now they're a little bit darker uh, bone color, um, showing his maturity and age. Um, he is a brindle-coated minotaur, uh, and you also see patches of white around the snout and around the eyes, signifying that he's a little bit older of a minotaur. Uh, and you do see a massive uh, burn on the left side of his face, where there's no, no hair anymore. It's just kind of patchy um, burned skin all down the left side of his face. He has the simple uh, clothes, plated armor, uh, red cloak of the Boros. Uh, it's got some, uh, this isn't, it's shiny, but it's, it's got some nicks and hits in it because it's, it's been used and it's been worn. Um, it's got a big old chain around his neck and he carries um, a massive uh, glaive with him. Um, also the Boros red and gold colors. Um, that's good enough for right now. Was that good enough? Yeah, I, 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 I feel like I left too much out. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> we have time. This, I got a fox and a name, <laughs> name, 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 race, that. class. And again, oh, unforgettable. So oh yeah, and he's a, he's a paladin. And and he's a paladin. I talked about <laughs> no. what I am. No, neither did I. Oh, he's not a paladin. <gasps> he's not no. a paladin. He's a class other than a paladin. He's really holy. He's every other class but Paladin. <laughs> he is. He's no classes. I'm multi-classing every single class in the game. Yeah, two levels each class. <laughs> yeah, two levels in each class. All right. My so God. I've already done initiative for them. I, I pre-did their initiative. Uh, you need to roll for initiative though. Alrighty. I told you. I told you we'd get you into the combat. That is a thirteen. Thirteen. I just need mm. ASMR of Bill's dice tray. Yeah, really. Like it is just. Nice. Just the, the uh, sound of it hitting. All right, so Skriznet has a 13, and you have a 13. Whose dex is higher between the two of you? Me? Uh, my dex is 12. My dex is 14. All right, so Skriznet's going to go before. Flex. Fucking Goblin Flex. And then we got Rocky. Terrifying. All right. So we're going to go to the top of the round. Uh, the, two, uh, the two cacklers are going to do... Try to brand him and contain him, and he's going to make a. Uh, he's actually going to cast. Um, he's going to cast a spell. Yeah, he is. No material components. Once per day. Seems good. So he failed to save. Um, he, uh, the little cackler, like points a finger at him, and you see this like purple energy come out of his finger, almost like a little small point, and it pokes into the guy's head, and like is sucked into his head, um, and suddenly he just uncontrollably starts laughing. He is going to take some damage. No, right? Like, it's hilarious. I it's think so, totally too. It's totally funny. I get it. I mean, you're being a little much, but it is funny. 
Um, the second one is going to whip off his chain, and he's going to take a strike at that hooded guy again. And that is going to be... In a, that's not going to get there. So he swings again and misses. Guy's a little too nimble. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then uh, next we're going to go to mm -hmm. Elvin. You're up. Okay. So Elvin will kind of get right behind his target, um, putting him in this, like, headlock. Uh, so I'm going to attempt to grapple. Grapple? Okay. I uh, should have advantage. It's a uh, contested flanking. strength check. Yeah, but I'm flanking, so he doesn't know it's coming. I'll be behind him. Yeah, right behind him. You are flanking. Yep. Um, I'm done flanking. You are not an ally of the creature that is in front of you, so you can't be flanking. Oh, okay. All right. Well, fine then. That is just a 18. That is a 2. Okay. <laughs> that is a 19. <laughs> that is a two. So, yeah, like I said, I'll kind of walk up behind him, put him in this, like, headlock, and try to drag, <laughs> kind of drag him into that bar area, or tavern, or house. Okay. Whatever. Um, so you are grabbing him. Get over here. Yeah. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> and how far are you trying to take him back? Uh, I'm trying to drag him. I'm trying to drag him into, like, that, uh, Just the, that little house. Yeah. Here. The door it seems barred. Like okay. people have barred the door shut during okay. the chaos. Okay. Um, but you have him. You're holding on to him. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing? Um, Forget about it. Hi. Hi. Uh, Dutch sent me, and I've come to collect. I'm sorry. Did you say Dutch? I don't know a Dutch. Uh, <laughs> it, it's fine. It's fine. Uh. I'm going to be taking that 25 gold pieces now. I owe you? Well, you it's, owe somebody. It's as good as money. Uh, well, I'm going to need the 25 gold, or uh, I'm going to let one of these cacklers uh, get it straight up in your ass. <laughs> I'm going to say that's enough for the actions. That's about six seconds worth of combo. <laughs> <laughs> It's not Joe Pesci. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, with that, see what comes out. The, uh, the Sky Knights are going to fly here. Oh. Casual. And eat him. <laughs> and they're going to strike at the Cackler. He has advantage because of their straining. Tell me I don't hit with advantage. Come on. That's not correct. <laughs> You should roll this good all the time. I'm rolling terrible tonight, so it's skyjacking. I yeah. wait. Yeah, yeah, wait till we have like a, a harder fight. Yeah. Like, oh, 17, weird. 18. Weird. Sorry. Never 15 looked. hits. 15 hits, guys. Damage time. Woo. <laughs> I guess one of your own guys. Yeah. Killing my own me. stuff. Everybody else hang out. <laughs> I'm, I'm the best at killing my own things. You guys are terrible at it. <laughs> so, oh. see, that's that cackler. He takes that much damage. Um, so he pecks down and he grabs this cackler on the on the arm and tries to like flip him up into the air to try and take a second strike at him. That's gonna hit one. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing great, sweetie. Doing really good. Woo! Woo! Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, the uh, second Sky Knight. 
and seeing no distinction between the capillaries and the other members of the Rakdos, will uh, begin to attack this performer. Just, oh god. <laughs> you better run. <laughs> no uh, advantage on this roll. That's a good roll. Not good damage. So it's going to be that one. Well, he's got a he's got a couple more HP. There we go. And he's going to make a second uh, bite attack at. Like another fifteen. So it's like 50. What do you got on there? It's a pro. To 80. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It's going it's to hit. Good old 30. Exactly. You could probably get there with This time the bird then. comes in with talons and swoops up and catches. Oh. He did max damage with those. Hey. Which is not nearly as exciting. Hey, guy, you guys doing max man. damage. That's, that's going to be. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> that guy is bleeding. <laughs> All right. Uh, next is Performer A, the guy that he just attacked. Um, so he is going to. He turns around and looks at the the, the hooded guy. I'm sorry. He uh, turns around and looks at the rock that just tried to bite him, and um, you see him take a huge breath, and then he lets out a gigantic cone of fire from his mouth. Oh, that's kind of cool. Where was this coming from? The performer. This guy. Performer A. <laughs> and he's going for the bird. That wasn't uh, a yes. Max. So everything yeah. in this. It's a cone. I know it's going to hit some people. So it's going to be here. It looks like it only gets the bird. Yep. That's good. All right. Hey, I have a fire attack that's cone Dex too. Save. Just keep it to yourself too. We know how you are with fireballs. <laughs> he's gonna come right over here behind everyone. And go. Uh, <laughs> so he's only gonna take half because he's saved. For the record, I don't have fireball this campaign or and wild magic, take... so I won't be fireballing. I probably party. will have fireball at one point in this campaign. <laughs> Just be prepared. Not to be in the it, same room. Wild it magic. will happen. All right, I got it. Man, how sweet much. would a fireball just be right there? How many cool. people did you hit? Um, that is the performer's turn. Former B is the one that's like real hurt. He's yeah. Can I attempt to make the saving throw and escape the restraints again, or I'm mm -hmm. just stuck? Yeah. He wants to try and get free. On your turn, yep. I think it's an. Nope. <laughs> it's an action. Doesn't get there. Um. So he's but we're stuck. Having so much fun. He's fighting, like trying to get while. free, because his bird is just like having him for lunch, and he does not like it at all. Um. So the second performer is done. <laughs> um. Let's see, Skriznet, you're up. That's you. Um, so looking around, what all do I see in my area? Do I see, do I see the, whatever's coming over to the right? Do I see them coming over from the right? Absolutely. I, I do. Oh yeah, you hear them. You've heard that, you've heard that march of them, those feet before. And I, I see the lead person coming through. And you just see, you definitely can see You him. just see the lead person right now, but you can hear the other ones coming behind him. Uh, you know he's not by himself. You yeah. knew that was more than even not not being very even smart. You know that you could that was more than one set of foot feet coming through. <laughs> Looks like the meat Robin's here. <laughs> I'm look. I'm, I'm gonna turn around to the door and start trying to open it and try to get in the door. Um, 
Are you trying to break the door or just? I'm just trying to open to see if it opens. It is locked. Okay. Oh shit! <laughs> I'm just looking around frantically. Oh, she's gonna be pissed. <laughs> uh, what am I gonna do? <laughs> I'm looking around for somewhere to hide. <laughs> oh God, don't wanna be here. Do I, uh, but I do wanna be here. Um, if he's talking out loud, you absolutely can hear him. <laughs> can I hear him? Is that? <laughs> a, yeah, I am talking out loud. I'm like shaking on the door. I'm like, oh shit. This guy, you know, this guy with his books, just like, what the I'm hell? Just just like, Get out of the way! Yeah. Do you, hi, do you need something? Are you okay? You're doing a lot. Are you my fairy godmother? <laughs> Jesus Christ, if one more person says that to me, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Who's this Jesus you speak of? Never mind. You know what? Keep going back to that door. It seems you, like it's going well for you. You fly us out of here. I got a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't have that. Or but I can maybe, play a tune. <laughs> maybe instead of messing with that door out in the open, I'll, I'll uh, widen and line your clearly uh enemies why don't you scuttle around this corner and we can figure out what you're gonna do next i'll peek around that <laughs> alley is it dark in there Man, um awesome. yeah it's i mean not pitch black but yeah i mean it's dark <laughs> yeah i was going that right in <laughs> <laughs> and i'll start walking down that alley <laughs> thanks a lot for nothing <laughs> all right uh so you sneak around the alley uh anything else from you yeah, my bonus action. I just want to make sure that I'm gone, so I'm going to use uh, nimble escape and hide. You got it. So uh, you find some barrels or something just, in the back, yeah. which I don't have on the map because I'm not setting all that up. Um, I do have them though. They're yeah, that's fine. Just, uh, and you duck behind some of these barrels and you're hiding, and you yep. are completely. Pig hidden. turns around and she's like, "Ain't another." Uh, fine, whatever. <laughs> All right. I can hear you. <laughs> you talk to yourself out loud. No, you can't. <laughs> Fly away, fairy godmother. Fly away. All right, uh, Rocky, you're up. Oh. All right. Um, so the glaive he has sheathed behind his back, he's going to take out and give it a couple of fancy swirls. Um, and he's going to turn around to his troops. Um, and he's going to say... Uh, Oh. All right, come on, grunts. You don't want to live forever. Let's get in this. And I'm going to run towards probably the guy that did the fire. Okay. Which one? This one. I'm going to use my dash action as well if I need to to get there. 30, he slides under the wing. <laughs> yeah, up here was 30. So, so yeah, that'll be 30. Yeah, yep. Without using the dash? Without using dash. Now, what's the reach on your weapon? 10 feet. Okay, so you, you're you actually within 5 feet. So you could oh, actually... Cool. So you could attack this way. Well, you can't stab through the other guy, but if you want to you definitely could reach the cap. Let's go under his legs. Yeah. It is a sharp thing. <laughs> All of a <laughs> yeah, really. All right. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna have my glaive out while I run towards him, get within within uh, the ten feet, and I'm going to stab him. All right, go ahead and make an attack. Twenty three. Twenty. Already. <laughs> that's. I'm pretty sure that's gonna hit. 
Let me double check. Are you sure this is level yep. one? <laughs> it hits. So that is a total of nine slashing damage. All right. One of those times he's going to throw the dice and it's just going to miss it's the whole nine. Probably going to come knocking. All right. He's got the cool going to knock my dice. Uh, is it just one attack for you? Okay. No. So um, you don't get a bonus attack or anything with the second half? or I mean, I... I'm 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 asking you. I don't think so, but I'm just making sure that I don't skip you out of more stuff. They're like basically the same thing. All right. Uh, No, that's that's my turn. So you see this very seasoned minotaur come up, very not even really in that big of a rush because he can't move quite like he used to, um, but with purpose. There's no wasted energy. There's no wasted steps, and he just swipes this thing and cleaves a good chunk out of the hooded guy. It was with purpose, it was precise, and it was exactly where he wanted it to be. This guy is bleeding. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, and with that, the one, he's not there yet, Cackler. He is going to make an attack on the citizen. At disadvantage... Oh, there it is. There's the, there's the miss. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Those vines are really messing me up right now. <laughs> um, so that is his attack as he makes a, a cracking whip attack with his chain. Uh, he is done. Uh, Pig, you're up. Okay. Um, I think... Uh, Yeah, like, Pig is interested in all, like, I'm interested in everything that's going on, uh, and I was enjoying interacting from a distance, but this is starting to get a little uh, chaotic, and I'm not really sure what's going on, whose side I particularly would be on, because these guys look kind of intense coming in, too. Um, But I guess I'm just going... To, um, I'm just gonna get close enough. Oh, that's even better. Um, I'm going to get within sixty feet of the guy I've already got restrained. Sorry, I don't need to move over there. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get within 60 feet, which I may actually be already, um, and cast uh, Frostbite on my guy that uh, okay. was restrained. So that's concentration. So he's not restrained. Ooh. Is Frostbite also concentration? No, it's a... Um, yeah, you're good. Yeah, it's just a cantrip. You're yeah, right. you're, you're good. Um, okay, cool. So I'm going to cast uh, Frostbite. Um, um, and it's got to make a con save. Con on, save? on my, uh, the, yeah, the little this guy one? who's right here, the one with restrained. It's not a strength or a dex, so I get it's to roll. Con, yeah. You're definitely in range. Um, so that is going to She's not be super interested in getting closer. Uh, a 10? Nope. Okay, so let's fail. Okay. Um, so we get 1d6. Guys, damage roll. That's a one. 
Cool. So he's a little chilly. Yeah, so <laughs> he's he, a little cold. Um, is a little annoyed and gets a shiver. Frosted nails. Um, um, but it has. Well, that one, that uh, one has taken substantial damage. It Why don't you go ahead and finish that one off? Because he is no longer living. <laughs> okay, so. Um, Pig, again, is trying not to call a lot of attention to herself, but she can't help but be a little agent of chaos in this whole situation. So she just kind of pulls a little bit of frost into her hand and sends it across the crowd at these uh, fire demons. Not necessarily expecting the outcome, but a little bit delighted to see him shrivel. I feel like she would do like like a little victory dance, like, a, like one of those like nerdy kind of. Yes, yes, I was gonna say yeah, she's like very bouncy and excited <laughs> that this worked, but then I also, got one. I yeah, got one. Yes. Also, um, remembering that this little shit is hiding around here somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't worry, he's back in the thing. So. Yes, yes. So I think I'm gonna use my movement to go to the barrels and look for this okay. little creature who was just leading the show and now is fully hiding. Okay. I feel like I need more information. So sure. Just, yeah. No, that's no. totally fine. So uh, you kind of start poking your head around and looking around and we'll get we'll get to you next round and see if you find you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. And uh, next up is going to be the new Boros soldiers. Nope. They're they're here for show. <laughs> they're here for show. They're new. <laughs> they're all level one too. Ah. First day. First day. Their stats just aren't as good as ours. <laughs> I don't think I don't think they get much worse. <laughs> Um, this particular one is a little bit better, like differently geared than the other ones. Exactly. So uh, this one with the, like the lightning coming out of his hands is wearing slightly different armor and slightly different clothes. Um, he, he's instead of draped in like plate armor, he's wearing almost like a small, tiny chest plate. And you see him start focusing energy. You see lightning start crackling from his eyes. And then lightning bolts start flickering from his hands and he launches a, a, an attack in this area right here. Lightning bolt. Yeah. They're going to all throw all citizens. Save dex for the first two plus of damage. So that is a save on the performer. The cackler saves. Third cackler. That's a one. <laughs> So he he gets to do. Do you get for being named a cackler? Cackler. Oh yeah, we got a cackler over here. <laughs> Gaggle a cackler. So this uh, this bolt of pure almost like uh, Goku style energy just comes flying out of here. It crackles across the table, hits this, bounces off of this one, and then also strikes this one. Whoa. They're going to take uh, eighteen damage, lightning. <laughs> Um, but the ones that save on like the cast are going to take nine. So this one over here basically like explodes. <laughs> I can just see the other one just laughing as it's getting electrocuted. <laughs> We're getting that. <laughs> okay, so he takes nine. He takes nine. That one exploded. Okay. And he is gone. Wow. 
Um, as that one is like uh, being struck with the lightning, knowing that its fate is pretty much sealed and that it's not going to be able to to save itself, um, you hear it let out a dying laugh that echoes and reverberates throughout the entire town square. Um, each creature that's within 10 feet of it must now make a wisdom saving throw. Is that me? That's you. That's a lot of creatures. <laughs> and the citizens, which would be one oh, wait, more wait. for them. This one right here. Yeah, the one that was in the middle. Uh, maybe not. Uh, I don't think those. Are no, you're good. No, you're not in range. You're fine. Basically, it's good. his allies. And <laughs> Is it good? That was a I'm four. Gonna it anyway. um, it's going to try and flirt for advantage. <laughs> Aaron, you need to make and, one, though. Uh, Elvin, you need to make a wisdom saving throw as well. We're going to do one roll for the citizens because I don't want to roll that many times. I totally just hit my fingernail on the and mic. That's, that's smart. They're going to all fail. <laughs> I'll yeah. say a 19. You're good. Um, you see the the other people in the audience. They start holding their heads, and uh, blood starts coming out of their noses. And two of them keel over dead. Woo! Zooey. So this one keels over dead, and this one keels over dead. The guy with the rogue outfit. I'm gonna actually take these ones. Yeah. He's getting a little clottered. Is um, that considered difficult terrain now that bodies, there's no. bodies on the floor? No, I don't think so. You just step on it. Let the bodies <laughs> on And uh, he takes the damage. You see blood start pouring out of his nose, too. Okay. So he is going to have what, that much what, uh, damage. What thing casted this? It was its dying It was its dying the cacklers. The, There's a roll that I have to do. There's a percentage chance that it might not happen when they die. That's why when the one you killed, it didn't go off. Well, good to know. He was scared. All right, next up is uh, these Boros soldiers. They already moved. They're done. They're all gone. It's uh, Lizica's turn. Okie dokie. Um, I'm going to go ahead and try and get this over with faster um, and cast Tall the Dead on this one right here. So the one all the way to your left. The one, the one I got struck by, got hit by that lightning bolt okay. thing. Um, and is a wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw on the performer? No, on the, the, the cackler, cackler. That's a three. Okay. So, and he's definitely taking damage. So He's taking a little. I didn't mean to hit that. I'm not used to rolling real dice. <laughs> <laughs> 1d12. Four damage. Necrotic. Um... The same thing happens with him. Uh, this shout of hideous abyssal <laughs> laughter launches out as he keels over dead. It was this one or this one? That one. This one. Yep. Did, um, no, it's D12. If oh, it's okay. damage before. Oh, okay. Did the one guy die? The guy that was holding? No. Okay. But he, he might. Taken, he has taken damage. Though. Okay. I, I was just saying. From here, you it looked to, like he was gone. I was like, you need to take one now. It was this one. So you're 10, 10 away, uh, 10 feet away. You're good. What am I doing? This guy, Wisdom saving. Uh, the other guy with the, that you're, you're grappling. Yep. He failed his save and he's going to take some more damage. Now blood is coming out of his ears and his nose and he's trying to hold his head as you're holding him back. He's looking very weak. Yeah, you need to make a wisdom. And I'm making one too. Wisdom save. Are you within he's, 10 feet of that one? Yes. yes. Okay. And the, wo- the, the rock, Sky Knight, has to make a... The performer. Got a crit on his save. That one's good. Woo! How about... An, and the performer, yes. Unnatural 11? The performer's good. Uh, 11, you're good. 
Hey. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. Why is this fuck, yo? So that was the Boros. You did your thing. You still have movement if you want it? No, nah, me and Benji are just watching this thing. <laughs> All right. We're going to go to the top of the round. And let's see. That cackler is still alive. That cackler is gone. Oh, wait. We're on that round. Got it. So from behind one of the, the, the makeshift tents in the alleyway. It's the game. It's the game. Can you turn it up? Like this? I forgot. But it should be good now. You see an elderly woman dressed in weird-looking cloaks and robes come out. She looks kind of like a hag, almost. But she's got these twisted, like, horns on the top of her head, like a satyr, almost. Um, she looks old. She looks like a human. Her hair is kind of scraggly, and it has bits of bone and fragments of what look like teeth braided into it. She comes out carrying this big, long walking stick from this makeshift tent back over here. She looks annoyed at what's going on. She casts Dimension Door. Pops up here. You recognize her immediately as Madame Madri. But are not. The, the oh, you're hidden. You definitely see her. And she is pissed. She, uh, she snaps her finger and fire erupts all the way around the square. Oh. Everything in that square, which is basically everyone except for you, 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 everyone else has to make a deck save. And probably these two are fine. <laughs> All right, random man, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, these two random civilians. 15. Everybody else, though. We're kind of screwed. You're good. Nice. Ooh, that's a lot of deck saves for everybody. <laughs> I don't think the civil- those that's civilians right, uh, are going to do gonna so hot. Do group citizen deck save. Fail. They're all dead. <laughs> Alright, so you're good. You're how'd you do you passed. You passed. You don't have to roll and you don't have to roll. I hope we collect the entrance fee before <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, really. Shit, <laughs> well, I forgot to go around with the cap. I'm <laughs> <laughs> supposed to do that the second half too. <laughs> That's a pretty good roll. It's gonna be twenty two to everybody that failed. Dead. He's fine. This guy is dead. <laughs> well, I don't fire. have to concentrate anymore. <laughs> this guy is actually immune to fire. These guys are all dead. <laughs> yeah. This guy, his cloak's on fire. These guys are okay, but they're looking pretty weak. This guy's fine. This one's dead. These people are all dead. <laughs> Did you do a one for Why him yet? for bitches. <laughs> Um, he actually shows almost burst burst completely into flames. It's closing. As you're holding, you are holding like the cindery remains of a fired-up skeleton. He oh. does burn into flames. Yes. Woo! He's dead. So those of us who pass, do we still take damage? You're gonna take half. You're gonna take eleven. <laughs> oh shit! Good. That knocked you down. Sure did. <laughs> uh, All right. I am dead too. Nice. Well, look at that. I killed two people in the first round. Yeah. Two ones over, guys. Make me Man, wow. level one's fun, ain't it, guys? Oh, it's great. It's a wonderful. At least we weren't killed by a rat. Um, <laughs> yeah, at least it was cool, right? Like, I, I guess. Super cool death. So we're gonna go. That was the top of the round. That's her action. Bonus action. And he's still alive. 
the cackler, seeing his master, cowers down and immediately stops moving. Does not try to do anything. He looks very scared of her. That guy's dead. Uh, death save from you. Fail. That's one fail. Um, the first Sky Knight, seeing the, the clearly visible threat here, flies up. Attempts to make an attack. Diving in, swooping with the talons. Miss tries to bite. That's a hit. Pretty good damage there. Didn't think I was going to be on death. Second it's Sky so Tower. <laughs> I know. It hurts so good. You can come join the Golgari. Flies this way. We don't care if you're alive or not. This guy's dead too. My guy dies. I'm just coming back as Gus. <laughs> just so everyone knows. Level, it level, will happen. Level 13, Gus? Level 13. Yeah. Don't worry, I got more wizards in the back. <laughs> That's going to be a hit. Damage is going to be pretty good. He's like, oh, I'm dead. <laughs> no. That's a one on the bike. No, my So uh, the two Sky Knights. Oh, you went down too? Pass. Exactly 11 HP. Next nice. up is uh, he's dead. That one's dead. Dead. They went Rocky, death save. Dead. Hey, not 20. So I pop up with one hit point, right? You, you do. <laughs> well, that makes my choice really easy. All right. <laughs> is that the end of my turn? Uh, yeah, at the end of your turn. Balls. But you're not unconscious anymore. Oh shit! I tripped. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna let it stand. Go ahead, Skriznik. <laughs> you shithead. <laughs> Why would you do that? We're on the same team. I mean, well, not yet. We're not in the same team yet. Technically. All right. So. I hear <clears throat> Madame Madri come around the corner. You definitely recognize her voice. Like, ah. So I run around the corner. I'm like, get your shit together. Everywhere. Oh, Madame Madri. Hello. Hello. <laughs> and I, I see that she's getting attacked. When I do this, I'm going to attack one of the Griffin looking things. Okay. Uh, move him to where he's within range. Okay. Of whatever, wherever he wants to be. Just put me 30 feet and see how close it gets me. So you see him like pop up out of this barrel as you're kind of looking around at all this stuff. <laughs> And he just comes out and he's going right over to the sky knight. Right behind one. Excuse me, Father God, my little guy. <laughs> Did I get within striking range? Yeah. Or, yeah are you within, attacking melee? Am I within melee range? Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know what? No. no? Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm going to come up behind it and I'm going to attack it with my rapier. Okay. Rapier attack. Go ahead and make an attack roll. There'll be a 17 I have to look. You I'm look like, disgusted. No, it was a 9, but I'm like, I can't see it. I'm like, it's not painted. So Yeah, yeah no, these painted. are a little hard to see, too. 17. Or no, that's wrong. 13. 13 on the Sky Knight. That will miss. Huh? That does not hit. I didn't think it did. He's a little I too powerful. 17, and, and I'd like to use that one. I would like to use the 17 instead. I will give Bardic Inspiration to Madame Madri. Okay. Uh, what is the D on that? The die. That's the die one on D. One D six. One D six. Okay, she's got one inspiration die from That's you. It's like still a D six to give out at first level. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, right? Pretty good. 
All right, so you. All right, since we went out of turn, you did your thing. You popped up. You're good. Yep. And yep, yep, yep. Uh, that guy's dead. That guy's dead. Uh, pig, I'm you're gonna up. Be like, I'm helping. Okay. I'm helping. Um, pig. Um, I gotta stop moving away. I'm so sorry. Um, you're still within the shot. You're good. I want to. I just need to be sixty feet away from uh, my friend over here. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. Am I fine? Um, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Almost. You can get all the way to where I'm at with 60 feet. Yeah, well, I don't need to, but I am uh, going to bonus action healing word. And I'm going to say, you look oh. really lame on the ground like that. <laughs> get up. <laughs> and I just kind of whisper it into some of my, you see little like, um, like in my hand where the um, frost showed up before. It's just like little tiny moral mushroom spores. Then I walk them on the wind over to you. Love it. Love it. And it's really big. It's a D4. It's two points, but you are living. Yeah, so when you do that, um, I'm no longer a minotaur. (gasps) When I went down, I actually turned back into my changeling form. Yep. What? <laughs> it's uh, like we could tell your mini wasn't a minotaur. <laughs> Changeling. He's still prone. Go. So. Still prone? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was okay. gonna say my guy gets yeah. up. You can still. You can see uh, a very light gray, light gray complexion, uh, skin tone with a, with his eyes don't have. Uh, doesn't. I, what are they called? They don't have pupils at all. It's just a, like a blue glowing ring around his eyes. So um, just the iris? Uh, another character with blue hair. Hey. Um, it's, right. kind of, it's kind of like a... Don't worry, later on I'll dye my hair blue, everybody's hair. Yeah, it's, it's a navy. You guys are going to be called the Blue Man. Get you a wig. Blue Man group. We need a couple of Veldikins and we got a Blue Man group. I love it. Yep, so... Yeah, in a world with blue people. I'm back up with... I'm back I love up, it. Back I love up with it. two HP. Back up with two HP. You got it. Um, so that was and, uh, okay. So that was my bonus. More action. fire. <laughs> uh, I want to keep just staying all the way back here. Um, fifteen twenty. So is he within thirty? We would say, or is he over here? I guess I can move. Right? Who are we coming? My uh, guy over here. Yeah, wow. Okay. Cool. It's almost so as bad as if I open Clash Thorn. Royale on this one. Do 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 do. Thorn whip on at the, the rock. at the this guy. The bird. Yes. Yeah. Attacking the Boros. Okay. Oh wait a minute! I forgot. You. I mean, oh. you. You are definitely able to do that. I know. In my head, they're already bad guys. I know they might not be, but uh, I'm just like. Uh, no, um, fine. You're like. Oh, they're not on my no, team. No, I will cast. Um, I've healing word. I've moved. Maybe I'll cast uh, just for some fun. Um, no, that's not even fun. I'm just gonna cast. Uh, 
Druidcraft. Uh, okay. And for no particular reason, uh, behind my friend... This is stupid. Sorry, guys. Welcome to playing with me. Uh, behind my friend Skriznit, um, I create a instantaneous, harmless sensory effect. Uh, one of my options is the faint odor of a skunk. Love so, it. So um, just behind my friend there... Um, I'm going, I'm going to <laughs> green spores in my hand and just throw them behind. It does fully nothing to you, but uh, it That's does. That's nasty. That's nasty. Oh my god, what did you do? Ew, so gross. This bird shut my face. <laughs> You are looking from right. behind. Uh, God, let's let's see. Out. The Boros people. Also, I'm sorry I keep leaning and yelling. <laughs> Forget how loud of a human I am. Fairy. <laughs> Fairy. Fairy. Up to you. Cast cure wounds on me. Okay. At first level. He has options. Negative one. Uh, this frontline <laughs> medic came up and he cast and you heal for seven. Wow. Wow. Hell yeah, brother. Hell yeah, brother. Almost back to double digits. The cream rises to the crop. <laughs> this one comes up here and jumps upon the table and takes an attack at Madame Madri. Whoa. You see, uh, you see fire ignite in his blade as he goes to take a swipe at her. That's a crit. Yeah, Ooh. Let's go, Boros. Well, he's a part of Pittsburgh. Team Boros. <laughs> Advances to the finals. It's only on saving. <laughs> it's only on saving. Okay. Yeah, it's only on the rolls that you know don't matter at all. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till Globo Gem gets here. <laughs> all right. There we go. Um, her reaction: she cast Hellish Rebuke. Ah. Oh, I do love Hellish Rebuke. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's gonna hurt. So that guy up on the table bursts into flames. <gasps> his entire armor, his flesh, and everything melts off, and all you see is the skeleton remaining. <laughs> Nice. Him being part of my garrison, I would know his name. Um, yeah, his name's Johnny. Johnny. Yeah, he just started today. Johnny. First day. No, Johnny. He's not like playing. Johnny. Boy, no. The first time he's gone on active duty. Johnny be dead. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny no. Johnny be burned. Is Wang with me? He's the frontline medic right here. The one who healed me. Yep. Okay, Cool. Wait. Wait. What name did I say? Did you say Wang? His name's Wang. Wang. Wing. We talked about it. Um, the <laughs> other Boros with the flaming sword sees his friend live like a Christmas tree yeah. and is he's not very happy about it. He's stuck on the bird. He's going to pop up on the table as well and he's going to take a strike. Pretty good roll, and he's like a knife level caster. That much damage. Uh, so you see him swipe this flaming two-handed like greatsword down at her, and it cleaves her right almost in the side. So she's taking some damage, but she still looks pretty strong. Um, the final Boros. Uh, he uh, closes his eyes, and you, uh, you, everyone within a pretty much this composition so it's almost the reverse of what just happened you start feeling like static on the on the, the arms on your hair on, on your head on your body start to stand up 
But then you start feeling the, like a warm radiance going through you. Everyone within that area, except for hostile enemies, heals for seven points of damage. Ooh, Everybody but you. <laughs> Pretty much. That is his turn. Oh, Next up anyway. is yeah, so. Lizka. It probably won't stay that way. one of them. Oh, yeah, I did. Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't well, be considered I a hostile. I saw the teardrop. You're like, teardrop. <laughs> You might want to start running. <laughs> I know. He runs and hides. Like I fully caught you right. running in the beginning. I, I walked to the hiding place. You just ran. This just happened 18 <laughs> seconds ago. I'm not, that's a nurse Christmas. New, new me. The me turn? You know what? I do stand that. I do appreciate it. Okay. Um, seeing all the chaos turn into more chaos... And uh, everybody just died, and the the person I was looking at for, uh, I am no longer interested. <laughs> I'm just gonna start walking, at least walking back here. Oh, oh god! With my fox, okay. just kind of walking, <laughs> just walk out of the area. I thought his yeah. mini just snapped um, in half. I was like, um, yeah. Please make a stealth roll, which doesn't. It was my stealth. Okay. <laughs> well, apparently I wasn't very stealthy about it. That's a net one. Yell, I'm here. I'm not leaving the fight. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, really. <laughs> but you get about you get about to the edge of the building. <laughs> I'm not leaving, guys. <laughs> um, so that's your turn. Here. Top of the round, Madame Madri. Um. She reaches into her little pouch here and pulls out what looks like a bag of almost like stardust, and she throws it down on the ground and it puffs up in a gigantic explosion. And when it, the dust clears, she's gone. Mm-hmm. Counterspell? Do you have counterspell? No. <laughs> counterspell? At level one. <laughs> First level? <laughs> Sorry, it's a fourth level spell. Next up is the remaining cackler, who seems really confused, and puts both of his hands up like, I give! <laughs> I give up! My give up! My give up! <laughs> My give up! Uh, Elvin, you're up. Um, so I'll kind of look down at the ground where I guess the guy was tracking, uh, and see if his money is on him. It's easy to track him. There is a pouch. Yeah. Um, there is about four copper pieces in the pouch. Wow. Well, Toots. But there's something oh. else strange amongst his person. Okay. I'll pick it. I'll, I'll pick up that stuff, but uh, he'll um, say... I'll, I'll give you an opportunity to look at it when fine. we're not in the middle of that's some fine. stuff. That's fine. Well, on. yeah, when I pick it up, I'll be like, well, Toots, seems you burned up your money a little too quick. <laughs> Anything else from you? That's, uh, I'm just picking up the pouch. The Sky Knights... Um, They kind of look at each other and they fly off. <laughs> yeah, really. It barely even felt oh, a problem. I forgot to mention. <laughs> um, one of them you, took you, one of them with You can you. tell from standard Boros procedures and practices that they're going to go and try and find this person, thinking that they couldn't teleport that far. With no. that, we are out of combat. Oh. All right. So now there's uh, there's 
burned up bodies on the ground. Everything is charred. It's scorched. And it's pretty much what happens at a typical recto show. (laughs) (laughs) Can I go jump back on the stage? (laughs) Thank you, everybody. Absolutely, you can. Please. I'll jump back on the stage. Um, this is the conclusion of the shit show. <laughs> Take the cap. Just like... Ta-da! Donations. <laughs> shit, we forgot to collect money. <laughs> Love it. All right. So you guys see this little goblin pop up on the thing. Uh, Lizica, you kind of... You suddenly feel the... Uh, you feel like an energy encapsulating you. Uh, it makes your limbs hard to move. I need you to make a strength saving throw. Oh, uh, of course you choose a strength saving throw for the wizard. <laughs> 14. That's a bad. That's a pretty good roll. Yeah. That's you, a f- you see a... Um, from around this corner, this side... I don't have a mini for it because you guys aren't going to fight it. Yeah. Um, you see a person wearing silver armor with a blue hooded cloak and wearing a symbol which you recognize immediately as from the Azorius Guild. Ah. Um, anyone who's lived in Ravnica for a while, so you guys, minus you, know this as an arrest mage. Um, so you are halted, and pretty much anyone else that looked like they might be trying to leave the area has been halted. <laughs> I do not resist. And with that, we are Sorry, we're taking the cool map away, everyone. Uh, it looks great, though. Bye, have a nice time. (laughs) Warlock tiles. Warlock tiles. Warlike. Warlark. War. No, keep going. No, keep going. Keep (laughs) and. Warlock tiles. Congratulations, you got it. All right. Now, um, you see that the uh, there's there's a total of three arrestor mages that have come up and they're kind of conferring with some of the Boros. Um, they look at you and recognize Rocky immediately as the officer in charge of one of the, uh, they look more like a paladin with a hooded cloak approaches you report soldier. Uh, yeah, we were walking by doing our sweep of the area, heard all sorts of commotion breaking out, uh, came in here and, uh, some crazy powerful, what I know of Madame Madri before some crazy powerful, uh, woman just set everything ablaze. Uh, teleported out of the way. Um, the, my uh, my compatriots, uh, the the flybirds are looking for her right now. Okay, keep on. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we lost a few soldiers. Johnny, it's his first day out. Rest in peace, son. This Went out valiantly. <laughs> first day and last day for him. First day and last day on the job. Early retirement. <laughs> um, oh, is that how I'm goes? sure you're going to need to p- report back to your superiors about this. Yes, sir. Uh, sorry for the casualties. Wish you could have got here sooner to back you up. We didn't think it was that good, big of a deal. Did we? Uh, did we catch anyone leaving the scene that we can uh, maybe in uh, working with this crazy powerful wizard lady? Well, we we stopped a couple people that were backing out. There's a dark elf over there. There's uh, some. Looks like a changeling in the area. And we have this Rakdos operative right here. Oh, yeah, definitely. He, uh, <laughs> I think he was running the show from what I heard. 
make sure. Are you guys going to take him back to question, or can we take him right to uh, the guild house? Um, I think that we could do some interrogation here. I like that. Sooner than sooner than later. Well, as you are the uh, ranking officer, I'll let you take the lead on that. Well, they're not really like in charge of you, right? But they're in charge. They're like a higher rank within their guild. You guys kind of sometimes work together to quell threats, if okay. that makes sense. So while you don't answer directly to them, you kind of respect what they do sometimes, even though you think that they're a little bit more strict than even the Boros. Boros okay. believes in punching things, and they believe in writing bureaucratic laws to stop people from doing things. Oh. So My favorite. Since you, y'all like to do the uh, paperwork, do you want to do the questioning? And um, uh, if they get out of line, I'll just give them a little nudge. Seems good. Yeah, we will do some questioning. Um, again, sorry for your losses. There was a lot of life lost here. Yeah, he was he was a good man. So, um, a couple of the arresters come over and they see you kind of holding this burned up cloak and you're rifling through his things. Um, are these are these your belongings? Oh, uh, you see, uh, I just wanted twenty five gold. I was here sent by Dutch. You can look him up, Dutch Fitzgerald. He's a knight. You'll find him. Uh, you see one of them like pulling out something to write the, the information down. Yeah, that's uh, that's Dutch with one T. With one T. Don't get it confused. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, hey, I'm just the messenger. If you want to talk to somebody, talk to him. But uh, this guy, no good. Only got four copper. Four copper. Uh, did he have any other items on him? Any other belongings? Um. Just four copper. Four <laughs> copper. Mind if we take a look? Oh, uh, it's honestly pretty burned up. I can take it from here. Make a deception roll. You tell I'm the sorry. Cops I make can a take persuasion. It from here. <laughs> persuasion. Yes. I got it. And and I see this happening too. Them going over there, and I Plus. am I going over there kind of with them? Yeah, you can. Okay. And, and yeah. You're kind of in free roam right now. You can do what you guys want. I will do that. Except for leave the area. You can't do that. I'm going to leave the area. That is a 20, uh, not not natural. uh, A dirty 20. 20. Um, Okay, yeah, you seem like you have this in order. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, if you need a facial recognition, I'll pull down my face, and you can see scar marks all through my lips where it looks like someone sewed something shut. That accent, I would, too. It's, uh... Funny you got those markings on your face. I've seen something like that before. Oh, yeah. Everybody has them in my town. Uh, they're pretty nice. Mm. They're pretty nice. Got them at Target. How'd you go about getting something like that? Is oh. that like uh, a rite of passage? or? Oh, I mean, sometimes when you talk, you talk a little too much. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> it was. It sucked. You can't talk after it. it it's awful. Well, you have to cut those things out, or... Well, you can cut them out, you can talk to somebody, well... Well, you can't... Sign, sign, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, sure. I, are, what are you doing with the belongings currently? Uh, just kind of sliding them into, to like, my pocket. back. I yeah. need you to make a sleight of hand check, but you're going to have to do it at disadvantage because he's very directly looking right at you <laughs> while this whole thing is happening. Passive perception is 10. Okay. Sleight of hand plus zero. Eight. Um, so you see uh, him like actively trying to stuff this 
looks like cloak and like a pouch and something else kind of in his like back a pocket. finger and a like, in, like in his own like little satchel. Uh, it looks a little suspicious to you, in the what, way that he's kind of pulling it back. What you got there, friend? Full kappa. <laughs> uh, other hand, cloak. <laughs> As you kind of open up your hand, this shiny um, insignia that looks like a guild signet, it uh, falls out of the cloak and clatters on the ground. Um, you look at it. And you don't recognize the insignia. It looks sort of like, uh, almost like a beetle with two eyes on its back. Uh, you see, I, I don't know how that got there. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't mine. Uh, I, I'll let you keep it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to log that into evidence. Where, where did you get this cloak again, did you say? Oh, uh, you see that burned guy over there? Uh, not that one. The more charred one. Like, well done. Oh, there's like four. Uh, yeah. The... Yeah. One of them. You pick. Okay. You pick. Uh, <laughs> kind of under the I get the general idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, listen, I, I'm just I here for 25 gold, but he only gave me he only gave me four. Copies. On what? Text. Text. Um, but you can take it, or how about I take it? Well... Considering that we picked it up at the scene of the crime here, I, I think we have to take it into evidence and uh, see if it may have had some part to play in the insignia. Something strange I don't recognize. Uh, you ever seen anything like this before? Oh, uh, no. Um, but I could sell it, split the money with you. Well, I don't have any use for money, so I'm just going to take the insignia with me. <laughs> Uh, we can change that. I mean, I'll split the full kappa. I'll split the full kappa. <laughs> you know, that, that is real tempting, but uh, I'm, I'm going to have to... You guys keep anything I got to tell I'm going to have to say no. All right, well, I think you're being unfair, and um, if I would take this, what would happen to me? Well, my boy Wang, who's... Uh, I'm assuming coming around to flank at this point, and then my other four Boros people with us. Yeah, I'll uh, send you to you. Well, we're gonna mess you up pretty good, and then we're gonna throw you in the clank for uh, <laughs> disrupting an investigation, and then uh, you're not gonna have dinner for a few days. I mean, you're not going to hey, have dinner for a few days. You can rough me up. That's fine. I, you know, I've seen death before. It's not that scary. Yeah. Me too. I uh, I fell earlier. <laughs> I didn't quite die though. I just kind of fell over. Kind of tripped, kind of tripped a little bit. Love it. Uh, Scratch my. We knee. don't want to hurt you. I don't want to hurt you. You got to realize I'm a very important person. You know, Dutch hears about this. He's oh, oh just call your job gone. Dutch with one T. One T Fitzgerald. One T. See, I know a double T Dutch. It's oh. probably a different guy. It's called Double Touch. <laughs> double Touch. Wow. <laughs> 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 took it right from me. <laughs> but uh, so no, like I said, feet. you don't want Dutch to find out about this. If I don't bring the 25 gold back, I'm he's going to come collect him. Uh, well, you tell him, come talk to Rocky Brindlehide, and uh, I'll straighten it out for him. Now, okay. while this whole conversation is going on, um, Lizica's character has been brought back up into the general area. I know I'm pointing like the map is still there, but... <laughs> 
Um, he doesn't look bothered by anything that's going on. Just kind of almost like he's bored. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> and I'm going to take the beetle insignia at this point and then uh, put it into my pack. Um, what's your passive perception? I'm not trying to hide it. I know. Uh, 13. You definitely, since he wasn't trying to conceal it, you noticed that he put it into his pocket. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and tell uh, Single T Dutch uh, about your misfailings? Ah. Uh. Toots, toots, toots. Uh, I really think you should drop all your belongings, and I'll cast command on him. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, what save? It's a... Uh, you're about to die again. <laughs> Twice in ten uh, minutes. It's a wisdom 12. Wisdom. <laughs> True. That's a three. <laughs> that was me. Thank you That's so much. <laughs> yeah, so you're going to drop all your belongings. What is your command to him? It's drop. Drop what? It drops all of his belongings. Drop you me. want him to drop all of his stuff? All of his stuff. So I'm just going to strip naked. <laughs> well, like like your satchel and like where you put <laughs> the insignia, <laughs> you're going to drop <laughs> it back on. And then I'm going to lay down on the floor. Like, you just have, no, you just have to drop it. Just you drop your stuff. To, you just have to drop the stuff. Okay. Well, I'll start taking my, my gear off. Um, and I probably, since I'm like the superior officer, I guess, to my people, I'll, I'll hand it to them and I'll say, can you can you just put that down for me? One of the, <laughs> one of the, one of the Boros, uh, the Reckoner Mage, the one that shot the lightning, he looks at you confused. Sir, what are you doing? Uh, well, it's uh, just trying to get comfortable. This is, uh, this, you're just going to give up all the evidence? Oh, oh, oh. we had a negotiation. Uh, you know, he said Dutch can have it all. You see lightning spark from his eyes. You talk too much. Maybe a little, but hey. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, like I said, Dutch. Uh, Blame him. I'm the messenger. We'll be taking you into custody now. And you. And you. You seem cool, though. (laughs) Did you point at me? Yes, you. I'm just over here watching the show. So as you're like dropping all this stuff, that insignia drops out within view of all of you. Can you all see it. You don't recognize it. It's on the ground. It's on the ground. So does it intrigue us? I was yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> it looks like your own the guild goblin and the fairy only. It has a symbol on it that you guys have never seen before. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I think we're. I mean, you're you're new here. Trying so. to, uh, maybe like just feigning ignorance or like. I, I haven't, as far as anybody knows, I haven't done anything, uh, and I'm just kind of hanging out here, so I kind of want to just, like, swoop in and be like, oh my god, what is that? And just go over to, like, look at the insignia. Maybe I'm not picking it up yet, Okay. Uh, but I am going to go over and be like, ah, I have never seen one that looks like this. Has anybody seen one that looks like this before? I mean, I have one, but it doesn't look <laughs> like this. The, uh, a couple of the Boros soldiers, they look down at it, too, and they seem confused by it. Um, your friend Wang, who is kind of a veteran along with you and has been in uh, Ravnica a long time. I forgot my Loxton miniature or I would have brought it for him. Oh. I have one. All right, pack it up. One. We're done for the night. That's all. all right. Um, Can you help me flip this? <laughs> <laughs> what? On three. On three. <laughs> um, he kind of looks over at you and his, his trunk kind of comes out. And you've seen that before. He uses his trunk. He kind of like pulls his little cap off and... 
He looks baffled. Uh, have you have you ever seen this before? Well, it's uh, it's a weird one. I don't know even know why I put it on the ground to begin with. But, uh, <laughs> I can't remember. Can you? Apparently, you guys are all really intrigued by this. Yeah. Apparently, my hands are still sweaty from so when I fell like over. So everybody's like intrigued by this item, right? <laughs> I'd like to ca- dis- uh, cast disguise self on myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh. As a member of the Boros Guild. <laughs> oh, there are goblins within the Boros Guild. Okay. And I'm here now. <laughs> and I just want to make sure I match all them. I just want to stand, stand in the back of nonchalant like I'm guarding one of the alleys. Like I want to hop off the stage and be like, <laughs> make a uh, deception roll. <laughs> <laughs> to go from being the ringleader to just hoping to blend into the crowd <laughs> physically the only person talking on the stage i got 15 Ooh. um oddly enough you kind of are able to slip in at least at first no one seems to notice that you're i gone. see that little <laughs> shit though no one seems to notice that you're gone and i just start walking towards one of the alleys gonna cover this island over here everybody's getting out uh, so uh, the uh, one of the Sky Knights comes back, swoops in, um, and he reports to you, uh, sir. We were unable to find the perpetrator. Um, I, I think that we're, we're pretty much done here. We've we've, we've quelled the re- resistance and confrontation. We should probably report back to the superiors. Do you feel like any of these people need to be detained for the evening? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, number one, uh, how, how far did the parameter search go out? Uh, we went out almost a couple of miles. Okay. Yeah, that's sufficient enough. Uh, it was the protocol, sir. Good. Um, yeah, I think, uh, there's a goblin somewhere. Um, he was very questionable. This guy with the, uh. Soon to be resown mouth. He he needs to go into custody. Okay. Uh, she's cool. <laughs> <laughs> she's cool. And uh, this... I am. Thank you so much. I was thinking that too. I was wondering when people around here were going to start seeing it, but it's like today, and that's exciting. I uh I, I like your hair. It's party. Um, Thank you so much. I like it too. And this this gray uh, dark elven feller. I feel like uh, you you were in the battle with us. So, um, about that time, uh, you see a patrol, not just a couple of Sky Knights, but a whole patrol. There's probably about 15 to 20 of these rock Sky Knights fly in, and they're being headed out by an angel. Um, you recognize the red hair flowing in the background immediately as Ariella. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, she lands. Oh, is that? Okay, the the Sky Knights kind of just form a perimeter, so it doesn't look like anything can go around. Um, we're going to need everyone in the vicinity, she's talking directly to you, to come with us and be our guests for the evening. Yes, ma'am. They are being detained, but they are not going to prison. Yes, ma'am. This is of the utmost importance. This came from other higher-ups, and... We need to keep this as quiet as possible. Yes, ma'am. Uh, we are on the case. Um, can I ask you a question? You you ever seen a signal like this before? That's why we have to keep this as quiet. You never saw this. I never saw it. 
You want to go ahead and be the one to pick it up off the ground? Ariella uh, reaches down and picks it up, and she puts it into her pouch. And she goes, go ahead and escort these people back to Sunholm. Yes, ma'am. Um, excuse me. I actually don't talk to cops, and if I need to get a lawyer, um, I would actually have like to have one here before I'm detained or moved to a second location. Thank you so much. Well, you're not actually under arrest. I'm not you're, under arrest. I just have to come with you, and I'm not to allowed to guest. choose. You're going to be our guest for the evening. Mm, I love a forced dinner party. Let's go. <laughs> we are going to feed you. Uh, I said dinner. I'm like... Wow. Get them together, let's go, and I just start like poking at random people. <laughs> well, they make sure to not use the term "arrest." That you guys are guests. All right, they're guest arrest. Under guest arrest. Wayne, get them in line and uh, uh, start escorting these people. And uh, a couple look, of sky knights like come in and they double up on some of the other ones, and they allow you to mount sky knights and they fly you back to Sunholm. Am I able to, um, not seeing him disguise himself, but seeing that he's gone, am I able to make a look around to see if I can find him? Uh, yeah, go ahead and make a perception check. I'm one foot taller than I was before. Okay, <laughs> so you're a little bit of a taller yeah, goblin 15? than so um, so instead of being three foot two, 15, I'm four that foot matches two. You don't remember there being a goblin in your troop, but... This is the area where they could have been just patrolling and he could have came in just to help. You're not quite sure. He's a goblin, but it's, he doesn't look exactly like the same goblin. Thanks for coming giving us the assist here, soldier. Give him a big old slap on the ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, sir. Here to assist. Uh, if you'd be so kind to escort our blue-haired friend here and... Uh, Mm-hmm. Thank her. you so much. You don't have to touch me, though. I'll come by myself. Thank uh, you. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Escorting. Don't touch me. He, don't touch her. I don't touch her. Touch the fairy godmother. I mean the fairies. <laughs> oh. Hi, babe. I know who you are. Shut up. Hi. Oh my god, it's cute. Right, this outfit. I like it. And, um, it looks so good on you. Um, Do you know her, soldier? No. Um, I see your face got still burnt. You need to go to the clerk real quick. You look like a T-bone steak I burn on one side. Uh, this is my face. You you know this. Of course I do. Let's go! <laughs> of course I do. Fairy, let's go. Okay, I'll come with him. <laughs> so you guys get on the back of these. Uh, they are like, well, you saw them. They were on the field. They're like giant birds. They have long So we beaks. have to get on the birds? Yep. Oh, okay. So we can, I just can't like <laughs> escort her off somewhere else I'm and just try to get <laughs> The birds know their way home. So you basically just mount up. And well, that's not what I was thinking. I was just thinking of... <laughs> no. <laughs> I do try to follow you, so then I fly on top of this animal that can fly. <laughs> no, this is great. This is smart. Let's go. All right. So uh, you guys arrive at the top uh, aviary of Sunholm Fortress. Uh, the birds land. They let you off. Uh, again, you're not greeted with any sort of hostility. Um you see Ariella there. She's talking to a few other soldiers. Within, uh, they look much better armed than the, the previous soldiers that you've seen. But uh, they're various different races: minotaurs, goblins, humans. Um, so she's talking to some higher rankings. Uh, she sees Rocky and his troop come up. She kind of gives you a nod. You kind of know what you're supposed to do. Back to your barracks and and what or barracks and whatnot. Um, uh, Ariella approaches the group um, and 
she kind of gives you guys a bow. We appreciate your assistance for the city, saving the people that you did. Did you save anyone? I saved everybody. <laughs> I should get a purple oh, heart. Okay. I have one hour on mine. Okay, so. that's fair. So, yes, I saved all those people with my bare hands. Make make a deception check. Uh, can I give him advantage since I'm flying there? I saw every single Absolutely, person. Absolutely, yes. She's every use the single help person action. that he saved, I saw, and they were well, like, oh my god, thank you for I saving me. I 16 on the first one. Go ahead, and, uh, go ahead and roll with advantage. Go ahead, see if you get some high. help action. So, and I got a twenty with the second. Nice, bravo. <laughs> well, that's with the plus five. So, uh, <laughs> Ariella looks down at you, and you see her whited out eyes, and her hair kind of flows by itself, like she constantly has a fan blowing on her. I wish I had hair like that. And uh, <laughs> she looks down at you, and you see like her crown kind of sparkle in the light, the the gold circling around her head. Good job, soldier. Good job, soldier. What was your name? 20 for a good job. My mom is Scrazzy. 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 We're going to put your name in for a promotion, soldier. First thing in the morning. Can I get something shiny? <laughs> like, like a cod piece. Sure. That'd be great. Sure, we can arrange that. Go get your armor polished for the night, soldier. In front of everybody? <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! This is she scandalous. Very, I love it here. I'm moving you, here. But she kind of laughs because she understands how goblins kind of are. <laughs> okay. No, that that's something that you do in private. <laughs> I love people watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He's a freak. Have you guys talked to him yet? This Scra- guy's crazy. Um, Scra- I mean, Scrazzy, go and go get his armor polished. <laughs> um. To the rest of you, uh, can you please present me with your guild insignias so I know which representatives to contact in regards to you being our guest? Uh, so I just walk off randomly. Like, <laughs> you go, you go to, with the troops. I'm yeah. trying to find the armor. <laughs> uh. It's worse now that you've wandered away. Like, yeah, probably. Oh, now i got to find a... There's no brother that watch me polish my armor. Um... Uh, I feel like um, Pig kind of forgets that that's part of all of this, so she's doing the, like, I can't find my credit card, but the bill is here at the table kind of thing, where you're like, it's on me, I promise. I'll just I had the thing. Golgari so you signet. Pull out, you pull out your Golgari signet? I had it in my hand before she even asked. Got it. Because so I've, I've been in this situation a few times. This is my first rodeo. This isn't my first rodeo. Look, sweet, sweet cheeks, right here. So it's on your arm. So right she here. recognizes it immediately as the uh, Orzov. Syndicate, can you please show me your insignia, your actual guild insignia? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'll pull it out and just kind of. She looks at it. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry. I think pigs is literally uh, like braided into the back of her I hair, like so she finds it in the in the uh, party in the back section <laughs> of the it. mullet that she's got. Uh, oh, and, and another Golgari and distinguished guest. I know, we're trying it out. It's exciting so far. The mushroom thing is cool, so <laughs> I'm on board. Well, we will contact Gerard and um, make sure that he sends over our representative to make sure that you are being treated well. Thank you. He will care actually a lot about whether or not I'm being treated well because he definitely knows me. And I'm very important. <laughs> I know uh, Gerard personally, and mm. he... 
very much cares about his people. Yes, I as well. Me too. He's surprisingly compassionate for a lich. You know what? I would say the same thing. And like, I get it being an ageless being. It's like, it's hard to really care about the little people. Like you just, they come and go and come and go. And he just does it, you know, like he shows up and does the work. And I'm very excited for that for him. We will make sure to contact him. In the meantime, um, you guys feel free to uh, make your way this way. And a couple of soldiers, uh, she kind of gives them, show them to their rooms and then show them to the banquet hall. So uh, you kind of follow the troops. You kind of go in. You're kind of wandering around. You're not sure what's going on. He <laughs> 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 um, keeps throwing little like uh, druid craft, like just like sparks and little like uh, like um, bioluminescent spores kind of come out just to be like fire <laughs> <around. laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to give you a, your best shot at finding us if you need. So uh, you uh, are led down deep into the lower belly of the Sunhome Fortress. Uh, everything in here is very, it's practical. It's not, it's not luxurious. It's well kept, but it is not to look beautiful. It's very much a fortress. Um, you pass through on the lower levels, many barracks along the ways, uh, soldiers in training sessions, um, and you're eventually brought down into what looks like guest quarters they're a little bit more lush than the barrack bunks that you saw on the way in um they show you to three separate rooms and they allow you to go into one one room at a time the there are two rooms on the left side of this hallway and then there's one room on the opposite side so you guys are kind of going in there to maybe clean up a little and wipe some dirt off of you before being escorted to the banquet hall. Yeah, I think Pig goes in and does her best, like, uh, tries to put herself together because she loves a party. Uh, she does feel like she is being arrested and that they are lying to her, um, but she also <laughs> loves a party. So, like, while maybe, like, 40% planning an escape route, uh, the other 60% is just like fully prepping to get ready for whatever party could be ahead of me. Love it. You're hiding so good is what he wants you to it, do. It wasn't that he hit the camera. Yeah, he bumped And I me. laughed. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. Totally I was like, why do I keep going that way? I, mean, I can go this way. I can just totally go oh, that way. way. There's a camera there. There's a camera. Um, All right. I forgot. So um, you guys go into your appropriate rooms. Um Everyone involved in the last battle, please promote yourselves to level two. Level two! Level two! Guys, that's cool! The, uh, we didn't have to stay at level one for a lot. Finally, I can no, choose no my... No stay level one for, it was a big for, for big weeks. Battle. That's not much It's fun. really cool to be a druid <laughs> Two months later. level one. You get to do cooler stuff. Same with a wizard. Um, so I'll let you guys <laughs> like, decide <laughs> the things you're going to do in, in a moment. Um, but basically what ends up happening the rest of the evening to kind of get through some of the other things I have planned is the doors to your rooms are never locked. You're told that you are allowed to wander around the, uh, what's known as the dormitories, which is the lower levels as much as you want. Um, the military operations and the barracks areas in the upper levels are off limits. 
but you are free to roam around as much as you want. You eventually are invited to this very militaristic style banquet hall. There's lots of benches, lots of tables in this big open room. And uh, you are all fed various different types of um, roasted boar and um, vegetables, potatoes, carrots. Um, it, I mean, it's a feast. You guys feel very full and very rested uh, after this. No one seems to really be asking you a lot of questions. And again, you seem more like you are a distinguished guest for your service that you did. Now, our friend Skriznit has kind of been wandering around for a while. And he ends <laughs> up kind of wandering into one of the dormitory rooms. And he ends up in, in Luzica's room. I'm so hungry. <laughs> Where's the mess hall out? Hello. You feed me? <laughs> there's uh, there's no answer because everyone's in the banquet hall currently. Somebody feeds Chris. Just keep wandering around, knocking on. Hello, you got food. Oh my God! Hi, come in. It's so good to see you again. What have you been up to? Polishing my armor. What's that? I'm tired. <laughs> so, Elvin. I'm sore. <laughs> Elvin seems to be the most eager to I just want to talk. I don't really eat, but that room. seems cute. Um, he definitely looks tired. I mean, he did spend a little bit of time on the ground being kind of almost dead again. Um, <laughs> being almost so dead. So, Elvin decides that he wants to go back to his room. Before everyone else. And um, you guys stay up and kind of converse amongst yourselves. It's just general chit-chat. Nothing really deep or personal. We'll let you guys get into one of those conversations another time. Um, but overall, you guys kind of get pretty good vibes from each other. At this point, Rocky has not joined back up with you. You see him come in, but he ends up going in with his troops and eats at another table. Um, and they eat like true soldiers fast, kids. quick and efficient they only uh, like they devour all their food within a matter of about 10 minutes i wish i could be at the cool kids table <laughs> <laughs> when you're older so after a little while um you basically have free roam to wander around within the dormitories and do what you want and we will cover that in a minute but for now elvin in his room uh it's time Elvin. Fancy. I have my notes here. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky music starts playing. Yes, we gotta get some. That, that's gonna happen. Yes. Good call, good call. <laughs> no, I'll keep doing this. We get a DMCA <laughs> strike on. Nailed it. I knew it would come up. <laughs> Guys, I know we're killing time, but like, it's so excited to get to level two as a druid. You get literally the air, anything that makes it cool to be a druid doesn't happen. I don't die. Oh, here we go, spooky music. I basically doubled my hit points. <laughs> Elvin sits alone in his room. He is reflecting back on the evening's events the insignia that he doesn't recognize. And he appears to be kind of lost in thought. 
curious about the new people that he's sort of been forced into being guests with. Not sure how the Orzov representatives are going to take him not succeeding in collecting the debt that he was supposed to collect. Some candles and uh, light the room that's already pretty dim. When suddenly, almost as if there's a gust of wind, the candles blow out. Elvin is so entranced in his own thoughts that he doesn't recognize this at first. There's a strange, glowing, white aura that begins to fill the room. Large, black-feathered wings reach out from the shadows in an unnatural manner and wrap completely around Elva. He recognizes the feathers immediately. In this almost feathered cocoon of black feathers from top to bottom, he feels a chill behind his back and a hand rest on his shoulder. And a voice that he has not heard in some time. Hello, Elvin. Did you forget about me? Oh, I could never forget about you. Uh, you are... You are hard to forget. With that, he turns around to greet his visitor. A seven and a half foot tall, pale, thin, angelic type being stands behind him. Slenderman? <laughs> With a face oh, that is both terrifying but beautiful. <laughs> Long black raven colored hair flows from behind her back and almost wraps around her waist in a belt like pattern. Wings shoot out of her back that are wrapped around in this almost cocoon embrace. Her red lips smile, but it's not a friendly smile. And it kind of fills him with a sense of dread. Have you considered my proposition? Oh, yes, yes. Um, I've been doing a lot of thinking. And I... Uh, what does it all entail again? I mean, I, I'm... I'm it's been some time, so I've been thinking, though. You see one of her hands reach into the shadows, and a long, black-handled scythe pulls out, and a giant gold blade juts from the top of it, and she slams it on the ground. I just want you to use my gifts. I want you to be my champion. Oh, now you're sweet talking to me, Toots. Uh, I mean, what what is? I know you saved me. Uh, I I didn't forget. Uh, but uh, I don't know how I feel about just killing people. I normally just kill people that owe me debts. You won't be killing the innocent. You'll be killing the corrupt. Well, that's something I can get behind. My guild. Your guild has become corrupt. Wealth is the only thing that they care about. I will help you vanquish 
the enemies that stole from you and you know what they stole from you it's the reason that you're breathing now is because I've allowed it um, you were dead my friend and I brought you back Yeah, he'll kind of rub his lips uh, I didn't forget I didn't forget um, I mean trust me I want to kill Sheila and Victor just as much as you do they're think- just the start you're going to clean up the entire syndicate and then, when you're strong enough, I want you to kill my enemies. Um, if you think I'm ready for it, I'm, I'm all for it. I mean, trust me, you, you gave me life, you fixed my face. She kind of turns, and you see a little bit of the pale light flicker off her gold armor and the half-halo crown that comes off of her head. It's a pretty simple proposition. The only thing is when you die this time there is no afterlife for you that is the trade-off that is the bargain in life you'll be powerful but in death you don't exist I'll never carry your soul into the great beyond (laughs) honestly I wouldn't either (laughs) oh that's heavy stuff Um, so I'm going to uh I'm going to take you up on your offer. I I know you're going to give me great power, which I love. I mean, I love taking things. Um, I'm in. What do I need to do to get started? She plucks one of her large feathers off of her wing. And the, 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 the part where it was connected... It kind of has a silver shimmer to it. She cuts open one of her veins, and this black-like blood starts pouring out of her arm and starts wrapping around the this large feather. The blood starts forming and solidifying and taking the shape of this black steel hammer. In the middle of this, on the on the on the handle of it, there's a big empty crystal vial. There's a lone red gem up at the top. Take this tool and use it as your instrument to bring vengeance against those who deserve it. And when you have done enough, if you're still alive, our deal is done. And you're free to go. So all I got to do, kill the evil people, and uh, fill, I'm assuming fill this hammer? I mean, it looks like it can be filled, but what am I filling it with? Blood, of course. (laughs) Oh, I get a little queasy when blood comes around, but uh, we can make it work. I I like power. Um... Man, I'm going to be the best deck collector out of anybody in the Orzhov Guild. Um, anything else from me besides taking this beautiful craftsmanship? I'll check in periodically to see how you're progressing. And if I feel that you're not living up to the power that I've bestowed upon you, I'll strip it from you. Okay. Um... And the way that she says this kind of 
you know that you won't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> um, do, do you have kind of like a trial account, like uh, somebody I can go go hit up first? I mean, do you have a first target? Take care of your enemies first. The others Ooh. will present themselves. And once you've cleaned up the syndicate, we will clean up the heavens. I'm going to take care of that rotten mouth that sewed my mouth shut. That's my first one. I might suggest you find some allies because as powerful as you'll be, you won't be able to do all of this on your own. Didn't you just see what happened a little bit ago? Fire. I'm going to pick up that goblin guy. I know. You're pretty good at dying. <laughs> be more careful. And she kind of smi- uh, she kind of smiles and laughs. And as she laughs, you're filled with this like cold chill. Hmm. Well, um... Sometimes friends is good. Friends is good. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I accept. She hands the hammer to you. Treat it well. Its name is Scofflog. She lets it go. And as you're kind of looking at it, the candles light back up and she disappears. You can turn the lights back. The candles light back up. I think I'll name it Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I was going to say that too. <laughs> Woo. Well, I better go find some friends. <laughs> <laughs> Not many people like me. I'll... I wonder where that goblin guy's at. Uh, they were supposed to take him in, and maybe I can get that Wayne guy and his girlfriend. Um. That Minotaur guy, he big, strong guy. Big, strong, but he listens real well. With that, we are going to end tonight's session with a little bit of mystery, and uh, we'll pick up next time with new objectives. Um, we're going to end a little bit earlier than we normally would, but I don't want to get anything too complicated for the next like, 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> so uh, thank you all for watching. We hope that you enjoyed our first broadcast with uh, the Initiative Syndicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. If you're watching the replay, this is us in the future saying, hey. Oh, what's that? Oh, what a um, Time travel. We'll be back again next week with the same crew, same characters, continuing on the story and to see how all this unfolds. So until next week, next Wednesday, 7.30 Eastern. See you then. Have a good night. See you. Bye, Thanks for watching, and we hope you enjoyed the show. To follow the live show, go to our Twitch, twitch.tv slash initiative syndicate. VODs are uploaded next day on YouTube and on Spotify every Friday. And as always, we love you.